All right, driver, make sure everything is where you want it. Reach up there and pull those belts tight one more time. Going green next time, bye. This is the Scrubbing Tires Podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Wow. Uh, For you viewers and uh, listeners, I'll just say this man below us uh, started out in the pre-show. Take a shot of Pendleton. Yep. That was my my second one of the night, too. So if I... uh, That was his dinner. If I say it's Towers night out and not Towers... You'll know why. I love when Jordan gets drunk at the end of these. Yeah, I'm sure Chris Cox will get on here soon and be like, get your shit together, Jordan. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, it would be the first time I heard that this weekend, too. Uh, Everywhere yeah, I well, turned, it was get my shit together. Yeah, we'll, we'll dive into that. Uh, yes. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Back again for episode 86. Uh, I titled this one. And then there were 16 for obvious reasons. If you're a NASCAR uh, aficionado. Uh, obviously, it was the cutoff race for the Cup Series uh, guys and gotten guys only. Um, but anyways, uh, we'll get right into it. Um, and yeah, lead us off with introduction. So I am Brandon Hall, creator and host of the best podcast in the state of Colorado. And uh, I might pass to Jordan after his introduction, give you some analytic uh, perception, if you will. Uh, we were sharing that in the pre-show and it's... Oh all because of you all watching, commenting, doing all your crazy stuff, of course. Uh, But yeah, we want to thank you for that. But anyways, uh, driver of the 3BH Outlaw cart, and uh, I'll pass to this guy on my left. All right. What's up, everybody? Thank you for being on. we got about about 25 people on so far, and lots of comments already saying hello. So thank you for indulging uh, in us three hooligans on a Tuesday night. And uh, I am Jake Smith driver of the 89 gam and uh co-drinker of uh, this delicious outlaw mile high beer uh spoke with the uh gm of outlaw a couple days ago and it's pretty excited and we'll be out on championship night for the game so there you go. if anybody wants to meet him and tell him how delicious this beer is please come see us and and tell him to his face uh and uh you know, help us out a little bit. So before we pass to Jordan on my way home today from downtown, I did scope it out next to uh Metro State and mm-hmm. I saw the it looks like the Willy Wonka factory with the big smokestacks yeah. right yeah. behind the parking garage, which is right across the street yep. from the ball arena. So yep, you know, now all kinds of places to go right afterwards. So yeah. But anyway, I will pass it down to this guy who needs to get his shit together and uh yeah. introduce himself. Apparently. I'm uh Jordan Smith, driver of the thirteen S GAM. And the uh, official cocktail connoisseur on this here podcast. So, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, no, it's going to be a fun one. We got a lot to go over for sure. I uh, got some NASCAR stuff, and definitely a lot happened at uh, the racetracks around the state this weekend. We all thought it was Mother Nature wasn't going to hold out, and she did. So, thank you got for some... all doing your sun dances. Yeah, exactly. But uh, definitely a lot to uh, talk about with the this weekend's festivities. So, stay tuned. Yeah. So uh, actually, I'll say this and then I'll let you talk about the analytics to give a shout out to the viewers Uh, from last week. uh, Calling attention, attention, like a principal in the principal's office. Stacy McGee, please claim your two pit passes from GTI GTI golf cars. 
uh, from last week. That's uh, good. You have, so just like a principal. Yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, you have not claimed those. Obviously, there's no time limit, but uh, Misty and uh, Brian Lawrence would uh, very much appreciate if you could let us know when you will be attending the race so they can have those at Will, go, will Call. So again, Stacey McGee, please reach out. Claim your free uh, two pit passes, please. Now pass to Jordan. All right. Yeah, I wanted to give a shout out to all the uh, fans, listeners, watchers of this here uh, shindig that we get together on on Tuesday nights every week. Uh, this time last year is just going through some of our behind the scenes analytics and how many people actually engage with us and watch our show. And um, we are we are up by quite a bit <laughs> this uh, this year as compared to the same time last year. So we just want to thank you guys. And, uh, you know, for helping us promote this and, and we really thank you enough, can't thank you enough for, um, you know, giving us your props and sharing and doing all those things, following us and, and helping along this, helping us along this journey. Uh, it's been kind of crazy and fun and, but, uh, you know, without you guys, we wouldn't be doing it. So, uh, thank you again. And we look forward to the future. We got some fun things in stores that we've already been talking about for next season. Uh, it's definitely going to be another different look and feel for the scrub and tires podcast for next year but uh we'll kind of get into that here within the next few weeks as we kind of close out the season but um again yeah we just wanted to thank you guys because it's been um it was quite the jump from last season this time to this year so again yes. thank you yeah and on that note uh thank you tara cooper uh we we saw your comment earlier today uh this evening i should say uh and we just got a follow from i would say a big time nascar following uh kind of a news page on facebook uh upwards of eighty-five thousand followers so uh thank you for making that happen tara obviously oh, getting yeah. the name out but yeah so that's that's very exciting and nerve-wracking at the same time because when you're mm -hmm. in the same sentence when people are saying what's your favorite podcast and all the dirty mo stuff pops up and then tara cooper scrubbing tires in colorado and then they follow us it's like whoa here hey, we go. Hey. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Uh, with that, uh, got to give some love, of course, to Frank's Radio Service and Frank's Radio Service Colorado. I did see, uh, it, I don't know if Brian or Daryl are watching. It looks like they might be giving a giveaway of some sort. I saw them post. Uh, maybe I'll let them uh, talk about that. But uh, anyways, uh, it's never too late if your radios are crapping out or any of your equipment's crapping out mm -hmm. or to start thinking ahead for next year. Maybe you're building a car, a new car thinking about purchasing a new car, what, whatever it is, uh, get with them. They'll hook you up. Uh, but we appreciate what they do for us on the podcast this year and uh, certainly couldn't have done them done this without them. So uh, we'll give them their, uh, their soapbox moment. And then Jake's going to lead us off uh, with the Craftsman Trucks uh, weekend recap. So here we go. That'll get you pumped up for some racing, right? If you or your team are missing the vital in-race communications that you have been longing for, or your radio sound like something from the 1960s, it's time you give our presenting partner, Frank's Radio Service, a call. They offer radio and headset sales along with all of the accessories you will need to take that extra step to winning more races. The team at Frank's goes the extra lap to program your radios as well, so you can focus on racing and spotting. Give your local Colorado dealers, Brian or Daryl, a call at 719-761-1413 or 720-545-5249 now to get started. Traveling out of town for a race? No problem. 
Franks has you covered from the West Coast to the Midwest. Also check them out at www.franksradio.com and on Facebook, Franks Radio Service Colorado. Don't forget to tell them the Scrub and Tires podcast sent you. All right. We're, we're, we, can see each other, we can see each other during these commercials and I'm trying to show something. I was like, I'm we're doing sign actually. language. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, third. Yeah. Uh, so along with what Brandon said, uh, I just pulled up their post actually. So with the legend invasion coming up, uh, Frank's radio is going to uh, give away bonus gift cards to the top three drivers. Um, it doesn't specifically say which night, but uh, first place will earn a $100 gift card, second, $75, and third place will earn a $50 gift card to Frank's Radio and Frank's Radio Service of Colorado. So a oh. uh, little extra added bonus for all the legend drivers out this weekend. Sweet. I, I knew I didn't dream of that. I was like, I saw it. No, I saw it too. I was like, oh, when you said that, I was like, oh, I should go pull it up real quick. So, so there you go. All you legend drivers out there, a little extra incentive and, uh, you know, get some like Brandon said, last minute things that may go wrong at the end of the year here. You don't want your radios going bad. So, mm-hmm. all right. With that, uh, I'm going to start off with the truck series. Man, track that I love and slightly hold near and dear to the heart because our dad, Chuck Smith Jr., Cheating Chuck, uh, is from Wisconsin and has been to the Milwaukee Mile plenty of times. Uh, we actually, as kids, we went to a family reunion in Wisconsin and uh, went saw the track Dad noticed that there was a gate open to get onto the track, <laughs> decided to take the minivan out onto the track and do a couple laps. Well, about a half a lap. And then I guess he saw a car kind of driving toward him. So fast drove right off the track and got out of there. So that's going in the description of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can officially say we have been on Milwaukee Mile, so there you it's go. It's hard as hell in eye racing too. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. And we've Long been to a couple, couple of truck races and bush races uh, mm-hmm. at Milwaukee Mile. So yep. awesome facility. Glad that uh, NASCAR came back to uh, to Milwaukee Since Mile. Oh six so, was the last time. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Long, Long time. time. Yeah. So we had the Craft- Craftsman Truck Series Clean Harbors One Seventy Five at the Milwaukee Mile. Uh, kind of a little bit of a um, I guess breaking news, kind of some some stuff happening before the race. So the number 98 of Ty Majeski was penalized an L2 level penalty before the race. Uh, something going on with their right rear tire that uh, NASCAR ended up confiscating. So for that penalty, uh, he had to not only start at the rear of the field, but had to do a pass-through penalty uh, right at the start of the race. So uh, not a good way to start your uh, start your weekend, and he was looking looking like a good truck to probably be up there in the top five. Top home three. track too. The home track, exactly. So not a good way to start your home track race. So um, didn't really get to watch this, uh, but I kind of did watch some highlights and kind of saw some driver interviews after the race. So quickly, I'm just going to go over the top five, if I can pull this back up here uh okay i guess my computer does not want to show me the top five well grant Enfinger was your winner i know yes. that carson hosevar was in second place uh i was watching this interview with carson hosevar uh after the race and he kind of was like you know without ty being up there and with 
uh, Grand Enfinger kind of going out and kind of just setting sail. He was like, I was just on cruise mode, trying different lines, right. going in there, trying to dirt track it a little bit and, uh, you know, slide around a little bit, just trying something new because it kind of seemed like it just got so spread out that there wasn't really a whole lot of, you know, battling going on at this track, which, you know, it's an old track, probably needs a little repave. So you'd think that it would be a little bit more battle just because cars would be, trucks would be out of control and uh, a little more racy. But apparently that is not the, uh, the uh, outcome. So uh, I was going to read off real quick. There was more penalties that came out today. You're, you're taking uh, a lot of heat here for the top five. I am hard top five to get, top five guy, whatever. Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. Yeah, hey, Cheeseburger did good this weekend. Um, where did it go? Man. Well, well while he's looking for that. Oh. I got it. I got it. I got it. So it was a level two penalty. Uh, the crew chief got uh, suspended for the race, possibly more. Uh, oh, yeah. Was also fined. The crew chief was also fined $25,000 and actually suspended for the next four races. So he can't come back until Homestead. Um, and there's probably some owner points that might be docked as well. So for a right rear tire violation, got hit pretty hard and five playoff points deducted as well. So that's yeah. a bummer. Ouch. I think, I think there's going to be more to be honest. Like, yeah. Oh, and 75 points to his actual, uh, points. That, okay. There you go. That's you go. on top plenty. of plenty. That's a you're lot. done. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. So, your year's over. Pull up your uh pull I think, up your picks there. I think it was oh, me. Yeah. I think it was I think One I had us. I think yeah. I had Ty Majeski. I, I had Zane Smith. Even, I think I might have even had him too. Here it's loading. Uh Ooh. I had Ty Majeski, Jordan had Ty Majeski, and Brandon had Zane Smith. So right. we are done for the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well. So well, but, and uh, uh, speaking of GMS, the news broke. Uh, was that Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday of last last week? Uh, I think oh. it was Thursday. Yeah. yeah, like right toward the end of the week. Shutting the doors. Shutting, shutting the doors down. That kind of stinks. Uh, yeah. Tough times, like, man. Yeah. Well, it's all these changes with Legacy Motor Club and all that switching to Toyota, yeah. and then the Noah Gregson deal. It's just like. So it's like, where do you, where does Grand End finger? I mean, there's so many questions, but that's why we, uh, yeah. that's why we tune in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so, uh, pretty much that was the, that was a lot of what the trucks had to offer this weekend. Uh, kind of looking at the playoff standings. Uh, my computer is just not wanting to agree with me with NASCAR.com today. So maybe next week we will talk about <laughs> yeah. uh, playoff standings for the trucks. So I don't take up too much time. So that was your Craftsman Truck Series recap. Uh, for this weekend. Jordan, All right. All right. I'll get into the Xfinity race. Um, it was the Wawa 250 at Daytona. What'd you call um, The Wawa. <laughs> Have you guys been to a Wawa before? I've never been there. I oh, work good. on I work on Wawa stuff, actually, coincidentally. From, oh, from nice little gas station. At least you know how to oh. pronounce it. Yeah, yeah Wawa. I went to one in Daytona last year. I thought it was a joke the first time I heard it. I was like, wait, uh-huh. what's the name of that place? And they're like, no, it's, it's Wawa. Very high-end gas station. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm more of a come-and-go type guy, but that's just me. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> is that why you have two kids? Just... Yep, that's it. 
Um, one shot and get out of here. <laughs> and we're canceled. All right. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. That's our last show. Oh, God. Um, no, yeah, I caught the highlights of this. Um, we were obviously busy working and stuff, but, uh, you know, what can I say? Daytona it starts off, you know, exciting, and then it gets through the longevity portion of, like, the middle of the race, and guys get in line, and, and really you just wait for, like, the last 50 laps, right? Mm-hmm. And and that's when it really starts to get exciting, and you start to tune in, and that's pretty much what happened in this race, too. I know they had multiple multiple cautions there towards the end they had a couple green white checkers and um guys yeah. just pushing like one i think it was the second to last one second to last caution they had barely made it out of the trioval <laughs> and just were dumping each other down the you know just going into turn one and it's like holy cow well the leader thought well whoever was on the outside i forget thought that you know guy was making a run well he just got loose and then as soon as he did that, I went to go up and block him and then boom, dumped like 10 cars. It's Austin Hill. And yeah, I can't remember who was. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a, kind of a mess. It's it, and that's kind of what to expect when it comes to the Xfinity races at, at these super speedways, you know what I mean? There's always something that happens. And then mm-hmm. it, even in the cup series, like it's, it really doesn't matter. Like it's just guys trying to make last second moves to try and get up front and win. <laughs> Because you've seen it before, guy in fifth place on white flag can end up winning it, you know. Okay. So, um, but just now, Geyer got out front, and then him and Sheldon Creed were side by side to the very end. It was pretty exciting at the very yeah. end when they took the white flag. Um, Sheldon Creed got a hell of a run going down the back straightaway, and and he didn't try to go up and block him, you yeah. know, which I was kind of surprised. He, well, he no, wanted to, but didn't. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. But he didn't. Yeah. He didn't go he up and pull a Joey Logano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know what i mean like oh this guy's got a hell of a run and just go straight up into him and just get dumped yourself yeah. and then you take out 20 cars behind you mm-hmm. so um but yeah uh, it was pretty good night it was pretty fun finish to watch yeah. and um yeah can you believe it just Algar's first win at daytona it's crazy really he's been doing That's this true. for 15 20 years yeah he's finished second twice i think before that when daytona. i liked uh, his post-race interview he's like did i win well, they showed the replay, and he was like, yeah. wait a minute. Did yeah, it was, it was a fourth closest Xfinity yeah. Series uh, finish ever. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. I'm like, if that's cool, there's yeah. three other finishes that were closer than that. Like, how do you mm-hmm. – it was like 4-1,000. Like, what? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I guess you take the still photo, and you you try to, like, yeah, measure in. it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it was good. good overall race. And then, you know, off to uh, Saturday night where the – most exciting pieces happen. Yeah. Well, to end the uh, Xfinity, JRN obviously struggled early in the year if, if, if you've been following along. And now Sam Mayer all of a sudden has two wins. Justin Allgaier has a win. Josh Berry's kind of been just steady, top five, top ten. But you, you get these JRN boys hot at the end of the season. We know what Justin Allgaier is capable at Phoenix. So watch out. Yeah, true that. True that. Uh, all right. So, yeah, it was kind of catawampus, kind of the schedule. Obviously, Jake uh, was talking about the trucks. They actually raced Sunday, which is back-ass words uh, from what they normally do. And then the Cup Series and Xfinity uh, raced Friday and Saturday, respectively. So, yes, with the Cup Series, you had that Coke Zero Sugar 400. Um, it was obviously the cutoff race uh, before their playoff start. Uh, the trucks are already 
about quarter way into their playoffs. The Xfinity doesn't start until next weekend, I believe, at Darlington. Don't quote me on that. But the, the Cup Series was their cutoff race, uh, only taking 16, obviously, in. There was about 10 drivers on the outside in needing a win. Um, couldn't uh, point their way in on points. Uh, so, obviously, right then and there, before the green flag even starts, you're tuned in because you're like, who's going to be that a-hole or who's going to make the aggressive moves, what have you. Uh, the race was actually, in my opinion, uh, very, very good from the other Daytona races that we've seen with this Gen 7 car. Uh, they weren't just single file or double file for two laps and then everybody gets single file. There was three wide racing, 12 rows back. I mean, it was really good and the drivers were doing and a phenomenal job, in my opinion, keeping those things you know, out of each other and um, out of the fence and so forth. Uh, then you um, had Mr. Christopher Bell. Uh, second row outside up towards the wall, pushing his JGR teammate, uh, Ty Gibbs. And then all hell broke loose when he just was pushing, you know, at the end of a fuel run, uh, cars are a little bit lighter in the, in the back end and just pushed him the wrong way in the corner. Um, actually turned three. This is kind of eerie, uh, but obviously uh, pushed Ty Gibbs and Ty Gibbs got squarely right hooked. Blaney, who was on the inside, went straight about, 12 o'clock, one o'clock hit into the wall, which thinking back on it, turn three, same kind of hit for the, the man, Dale Earnhardt, turn, turn four. four, turn four. So same spot roughly where Dale hit, you know, back in 2001, same kind of impact. Mm -hmm. Thankfully safety and the cars have come a long way. Cause that was nasty. Yeah. The way Blaney Blaney hit that wall um, <clears throat> took out about uh, 16 cars. I think it was that had a piece of that action. So a lot of the, you know, fast cars were no more at that point. And if they were running, they were, I mean, really couldn't do much. Um, so then you kind of fast forward, um, really good racing. It came down to the, the pit strategy there at the end, uh, who's pitting and how many people you had behind you to pit, uh, you know, with, for drafting help and so on and so forth. Um, and then the Fords just kind of all day long were obviously that, uh, Robert Yates power just they always show up at these super speedways but nevertheless uh the surge there at the end was really cool to watch um and then all of a sudden coming onto the back straightaway uh I believe Ryan Priest got pushed as well um mm -hmm. in the corner coming out of four or excuse me coming out of two and uh he shot straight across this track didn't get collected in that thankfully and it was just like, oh, crap, like he's going to hit the inside wall really, really hard because he wasn't slowing down. And then all of a sudden, the car just went airborne and nastiest wreck for sure in the Gen 7 car. And we haven't, I haven't seen a rollover like that in NASCAR in a long, long time. That was like something you see at a Knoxville Nationals in a 410 sprint right. car. Just Something yeah. since Rusty Wallace did yeah barrel rolls exactly that's yeah. what that reminded me of like it was you know richard petty yeah yeah those those type of you yeah. haven't seen those back since yeah like the 80s 90s 90s really yeah i yeah. mean 92 93 i think is when rusty went end over end a couple times yeah. and so yeah, yeah it, was, it was nasty yeah, super scary to watch, and you kind of just held your breath and was like, "Oh God!" Yeah. Like, glad he got out and walked away. Well, I was gonna say yeah. the fact that he walked away just says yeah. volumes, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's often NASCAR for, you know, obviously last year we had all the concussions, and they've made serious improvements to the front and rear of this car to take those kind of impacts. But this one was like, 
kind of like Chris Buescher last year, I believe it was Atlanta when he had that hit the mm-hmm. artificial turf and went over, but it was nothing like that. But regardless, Ryan Priest is okay. That was good to see him climb out. So anyway, then they re-racked him and uh, you had Chase. Uh, I think he was sitting fourth, fifth, uh, must have been fourth because he was on the inside behind Kevin Harvick. And then you had uh, Roush Fenway Kozlowski, uh, you know, nut to butt on the top. And I thought the Hendrick stable, they had three cars. You had uh, Chase in uh, third. And then back behind him, you had uh, Alex Bowman and William Byron behind him. So I was like, man, this is going to work out. Uh, but it didn't. And they couldn't get the push. And Brad Kay just pushed his uh, teammate all the way. Very, you know, happy for that team. Obviously, Chris Busher's third win in, what, five weeks? I mean, it's insane what they're what they're doing over there. So mm-hmm. who knows? Um, yeah, we'll we'll see what they got. But uh, unfortunately, uh, our fan favorite here on the podcast, Chase, did not make it. Just just not your year. But it is what it is. Um, so with that uh, going into Darlington, which is the first round of sixteen, uh, just quickly breeze through them. Sixteenth uh, on down to first, you got Bo Wallace, Kevin Harvick, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Michael McDowell, Ryan Blaney, Joe Logano. Tyler Reddick, Brad Kay, Ross Chastain, Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, Chris Buescher, Denny Hamlin, Martin Truex Jr., who uh, I think it was early on in the race clinched the uh, regular season uh, championship. So there's a few mm-hmm. extra uh, points for Mr. MTJ. And then uh, going into the uh, round of 16 in the lead uh, is uh, the number 24, William Byron. So that is your uh, 16 going into uh, Darlington. And again, Jake, who did we all – Pick. I know I, I picked uh, Ross. Uh, let's see. I think uh, I had Logano. Uh, Joey had, or yeah, George had Joey. Joey I had Kyle Busch. <laughs> Joey had Logano and George had him. Yeah. Uh, I had Kyle Busch and you have Ross Chastain. All right. So we're all still alive. Yeah. We're uh, we're still alive. Mm-hmm. At least a couple mm-hmm. years. For now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For now. Yeah. All we'll it see. takes is one week. Yep. All right. I actually okay, thought that yeah. was the, uh, not knowing exactly what the hell Brad Keselowski was doing in the middle of that red flag, and he was just kind of like going in a circle. Right Did you there. hear what that was? Yeah, it was on fire. Fire. Electrical fire. They, yeah. If you listen to uh, Door Bumper Clear, they were, they got a little heated about that because uh, under fact, a red flag, you're not allowed you're to not move. move. Yeah, exactly. So, unless they unless they like tell you to get out of the cars or something, but yeah, you can't move at all. Yeah, and for NASCAR, and maybe not, NASCAR uh, did allow him to do that or something. I don't know. Well, I was when I watched the replay of it because I didn't even see it. I watched the replay. I'm like, is this like some sort of joke or a meme? Like, what does he do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he drunk? Well, I watched this video and it was like a snippet of everybody that had an onboard camera and they had the you know audios hooked up. Everybody's just sitting there like, what is Brad doing? Is he thinking he won the race and doesn't want to do a full burnout or what is uh, going on here? And then you see you're getting, oh, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. Drive it. Drive it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, it was an interesting thing for sure. And yeah, it's, it's a little weird that NASCAR didn't say, because from all accounts, what I've heard, NASCAR didn't say a word to the team unless they've mm-hmm. said it after the race, but yeah, yeah I, crazy. If there's a fire on board and I see it, my fat ass is getting out of the car. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I'm fire, I'm out. Yeah. Well, and uh, I believe <laughs> I around with that. I think it was TJ Major, actually, Brad Spotter on Door Bumper Clear said that the the automatic uh, fire extinguisher uh, that's in the front of those cars, if that goes off, say Brad's, you know, sitting there and rubber on the headers or whatever it was causing that fire, if that goes off, 
then you're no longer able to run the race because that is a mandated NASCAR part to have that fire extinguisher. Right. So yeah. I applaud Brad for trying, but mm -hmm. it's just kind of crazy how that played out. But yeah, I guess when yeah. you're millions of dollars versus this being a hobby for us, <laughs> huge difference. Yeah. yeah. I'm out of here. Huge difference. Yeah. Like, you know, you replace let it. her yeah. burn. Yeah. Yeah. Like that let Usher song, let it burn. Gotta let it burn. Yeah. Oh, no. Jordan's oh, singing to us wow. tonight. Serenade us. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Get those well, and, uh, cocktails in them. You never know what might happen. Yeah. Yeah. Karaoke tonight, boys. There we go. Well, with that, it's a great segue. Serenade us onto the uh, CNS Weekend Recap. <laughs> All right. So uh, this past weekend at Colorado National Speedway, we had the Super Late Models, Great American Modified, Super Stocks, and the Demo Cross, or X. Hey, go. Towers Night Out, baby. It was not the Towers Night Out. It was AAA Service Ooh. Does It Right Night. Um, it, it, just to touch on that a little bit, uh, it was super, It was fantastic. Those people uh, absolutely loved it. A lot of people that I talked to, never even been to a racetrack before, um, thought it was fantastic. All the drivers, I want to applaud you all for putting on a pretty good show because everybody that I talked to in that beer garden, a couple people were loaded yeah. I mean, loaded. That's the point, right? That's why they call that it was a, that was so much fun. I mean, I had people coming up. You know, obviously, I don't know a whole the ton of people there at the company, but um, they were just you know flabbergasted by the the experience. You know, overall, I've never been to racing and never seen it up close and personal, and um, they had an absolute blast. So uh, again, thank you all, and thanks again to them for for sponsoring the event. Um, it was great to represent their company and and be a part of it this year. So, um, but with that being said, uh, we're going to do a quick rundown of, uh, what happened Saturday night and I'll, uh, hand it over to Jake to do the super stocks and the games rundown. Yeah. So, um, start of the night, you know, we, we were doing some stuff to my car cause Friday night it rained. So we didn't really get mm. to scale and stuff. So we kind of got to hustle our, our asses off Saturday morning. So we left kind of late and we got there late. And when we got there, it was like, uh, did we miss something? Did it get rained out? It was like this pit area is empty. So it was like, damn, what's going on here? But slowly as the day kind of progressed toward practice, more and more cars showed up, but still had a low car count this weekend, which kind of stunk, but you know, it still produced some great racing uh, nonetheless. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start out with the super stocks. So they had 11 uh, cars show up. So with only having 11, they didn't run a dash and fast dash. So they just ran the dash together like the uh, figure eights usually do. Um, pretty good dash. You know, I'll just say dash race. It wasn't a fast or slow dash. It was just a dash. Uh, pretty good dash race. A lot of cars, uh, you know, in the mix, uh, going back and forth. Uh, Jordan Abeda late in the race uh, got in the lead and kind of tell he was starting to pull away, but then slowly and methodically, there's that word. Hey, drink, uh, <laughs> Not the, again. Uh, yeah, the 49 of Mr. Uh, Chris Cox uh, made his way up into second and kind of got uh, Jordan Abeda down low, and they were racing side by side, I think, for at least a lap, maybe more. Uh, toward the end of that race for uh, for the dash win, and just a little bit, Mr. Chris Cox got uh, Mr. Beta. Yeah, got a tad bit loose. Okay, there it is. So you got, you got, got a bit loose. Got cut. Yeah, he was trying to Cox block. Uh, <laughs> didn't work out. So yeah, got Chris on the inside. Uh, got Chris got him on the inside. 
but they, you know, as they've kind of been doing lately, it seems those two like to drag race each other back to the start finish line and uh, made it for a little, a pretty good race there toward the, uh, it's the people going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sort of start finish line. So uh, Chris snagged the uh, dash win, which talking to Chris is kind of funny. He always wants to, I mean, anybody wants to sweep the night, right? Quick time dash and uh, main event. And Chris always gets mad. Cause he's like, I can't, he, Jordan won't let me sweep the night. He's like, if I get quick time, he'll win the dash race. If I, he gets quick time, I win the dash race in the main event. It's like, it's none of, nobody's sweeping the right. night in the super stocks. So, Keep it up, Jordan. Don't let him get yeah, away with it. Don't let him get away with it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we were really pulling out, you know, I love Chris to death, but I was really pulling for Jordan to get the uh, dash win, especially with his son, birth of his son. Uh, Neo Ace. What a name. Great job. Yeah. Yeah, so it would have been cool if, to get him home a trophy, and, and Jordan definitely uh, gave it his all. So then comes the main event. Um, I, mean, well, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, buffer. Yeah. Uh, there was just a lot of action. It wasn't like, I mean, to me, at least from sitting and staging watching it, it didn't seem like a lot of people were just out to hunt and wreck each other. It just seemed like nobody wanted to give anybody any room. Nobody had the patience enough to just kind of work things out. It was kind of like, I'm going, I'm going now. I'll, I'll just send it, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> to that point, right? Because there's 11, 11, 11 cars. cars, right? Yeah. So everybody essentially has a chance. A chance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and so there's, very good point. there's a chance. Yeah. Very good and, point. I, and I'm not saying anybody was in the wrong in doing that because as racers, that's what we want to do. It's like, shoot, I got a chance tonight. Let's go for it, you know? So it just... It made it for an interesting night because I think they got about 12 laps in. They had some nice racing mm -hmm. going on. And then it just all of a sudden, the caution started coming. And the caution, and they go. He's saying Brent, so Brent Cave's nose is missing. Yes, yeah, Brent Cave's. 97's up in the fence. Yeah, his heads are falling on. The 90s yeah. nose is missing. <laughs> a bumper flies off and hits cheeseburger in the face. I, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask <laughs> Uh, uh, that was a good bird's eye view, Ian. I uh, love yes. seeing that video. It was just, just like, like, like boom. Whoa, okay, it's it like that cars. movie Birds. You know, you ever yeah. seen that movie Birds? And all of a sudden, oh, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ian's uh, GoPros this year have been gold. Yeah, that thing on, man. <laughs> yes, never turned. Off. I like how he drives here too. He doesn't have his hands That's on top. He's yeah. he's like old grandma out for just a you know Sunday nice drive. little stroll on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, it was so oh. quick. Yeah, it does quick on the videos, but when you're in the car, it's very quick. So, but yeah, um, just a lot of uh, a mayhem, I guess, not chaos, but just mayhem of, of organized mayhem. Organized yeah. mayhem, yeah. So, but with that, how many cautions they had, especially they did have a red flag to try and clean up the big mess mm -hmm. from the accident where. Uh, Ian got hit in the. Ian spilled his cheeseburgers yeah, all over the track. Spilled his ketchup and everything. Yeah, um, they had to clean up a lot of uh, stuff all over the track. Um, I think at one point I even got on the horn to buy Connor my spotter, and I was like, "Is this race ever going to end?" I they're watch. If they do this again, they're going to be like the games a couple weeks ago, and they're going to go five to go. And then sure enough, another mm -hmm, caution. Sure and sure. he's like, "Well, yeah. you got your wish." But even better, they're going three to go. I mean, like it, it changed like right as they took the green flag. It was like, boom, it was three to go. So the last three laps, thankfully, was pretty smooth. 
nice battle one up front uh, with Chris Cox and uh, the 11 car of Mr. Johnson. Is that, that's his, no, Mr. Long, excuse me. Long, Mr. yeah. Long. Scott Long, yeah. Uh, Scott Long. Long. Yep. Uh, good battle there toward the end, but uh, your eventual winner was Mr. Chris Cox. So, uh, again, not sweeping the night, but got the dash and the Close main event. Enough. Close enough. Uh, so, congratulations, Mr. Chris Cox, on that one. There was a little bit of uh, stuff, and we can talk about this later, uh, with the super stocks that happened in tech. It took them forever to tech their cars for some reason, but um, we'll get that get that in the later. Too second. much left side weight on the 82 <laughs> car or what? Something. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I think he lost some left side weight after yeah. already. Just kidding, Ian. Good run, buddy. Good run. That bumper coming at him, he probably literally <laughs> lost some weight after that one. Yeah, dropped some ketchup. Just came out the wrong end. <laughs> he but, pooped uh, his pants. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> For all intents and purposes. Uh, but moving on to the GAMs real fast before I cross over to George for the super late models. Um, we did not have a great car count uh, on Saturday as well. I think we had 13 in total. Uh, I do know there's some cars still damaged. There was a couple of people that had to work. Uh, sounds like Mr. CJ got his car at least straightened back up and back ready to go to put back together. And I think he even made a comment over here yes. ready for the nine car to come back. Yes, we are, sir. So hopefully we'll see you out next race. Um, but with the 13 cars, so we did split up and do two uh, dashes. So the first dash, um, you had Jared Wall and Damian Lockhart start on the pole. And I don't remember, I think it was like, was it, was it like going? lap one? Yeah. Lap one going lap into one. turn one. Uh, had a couple of drivers spin out, so they basically re-racked, started back up. And I I want to say uh, Jared Wall pulled out a little uh, Benjamin Stanley from the previous race on jumping the start here. Because all of a sudden it was like watching the 52, and I think there was an 18 on the side of it because it was like coming out of four. And <laughs> it was like he had like a half-track lead already. Was like, hmm. <laughs> what about this one, Jared? Giving Stanley crap, and all of a sudden you're uh, you're doing it. But uh, um, after that, it was a pretty good race. You know, there was some little incidents here and there, cars getting tangled up. But I do believe it went uh, green and checkered after that. After that, that yeah. So your dash winner was the 52 of uh, Jared Wall. So congratulations, sir. And I heard old school cool over the intercom that that was your first. Game trophy. I thought you had already won a dash race. I thought he won one early in the year too. I don't know I, if Mr. I'm, Morrissey just didn't know that or what, but I'm pretty sure I'm that was pretty sure he won one earlier in the year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But either way, congratulations. Hey, yeah. Congratulations. Yes. Uh and then in the fast dash, uh what was it? Uh who started over? Chris Cox started on the pole. Uh the two car of I can't. Is it Rodenbaugh? Steve, yeah. Steve, yeah. Rodenbaugh started on the outside pole, so he made his first fast dash. So that's pretty awesome mm -hmm. to see. Congrats. Uh, always working to get that, you know. Um, and then it was uh, Forrest on my Forrest. inside, me, and then yep. Jordan and Chris, or Kyle, excuse Kyle. me. Chris, Chris, Chris Clegg. Uh, Chris Clegg. Yeah, Chris, Chris Clegg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we just basically that's did his alter a ego. invert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Got out, kind of got spread out, and had no incidents, really. 
we were all pretty much right on top of each other. Nice, clean race. And mm -hmm. uh, Kyle went from the back to the front pretty quickly on those freshy set of tires and everybody else on their second night. So, you know, he's got to show off. Those Are you hazing tires. right now? I am hazing. Because yeah. <laughs> Yeah, on fresh <laughs> tires, man. The Hoosier Haze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was a pretty good race. Uh, you know, nothing nothing too nah. much to talk about that. So uh, Kyle was your not only quick time winner, but your dash winner. So he's setting himself up for um, a, sweep, a sweep. So then, a sweep. A sweep. <laughs> so then, of course, we, we, we get a little bit of shit uh thrown out our way where me and Jordan got to start on uh, one, two for the race. AAA night. Both hey. AAA sponsored cars are on the pole. So it was like, Oh, how, who'd you pay off? Who'd you pay? Yeah. Who'd you yeah. Pay? Who'd you, hey, and nothing, man. I'm sorry that Kyle Clegg, you know, rolled a, a, a five on the dice roll for the invert. So just my advantage. So, uh, <laughs> nothing bad in this race either. We went no. green and checkered. Green you know, I was trying to hold off Kyle as long as possible. I was hoping I was going to get that 49 Cox blocker out there, blocking him a little bit more, and maybe George blocking him a little bit more. But yeah, he tried. <laughs> gave me gave me enough to where I got about almost halfway with the lead, and then Kyle got around me, and then from there, just didn't really have too much to try and catch him, catch him a little bit, not, and just got around lap traffic, and and that was it. So. Um, yeah, no issues. It was kind of nice. It was weird though, because yeah. that's the first. I think what the first one we've had this year where we've gone mm -hmm. green second. Checkered, second, second one. Yeah. So, so I was kind of. It was I nice. Was hoping for, I was hoping a for one because I think the eight car ended up spinning out into the infield, but he was I far that. enough. Yeah. yeah, it was far enough into the infield that uh, didn't cause a caution. So I was hoping, as much as I hate saying that, I was hoping for a caution, but never happened. So. Yeah. But it was a great race, great battles all, all over the track. Uh, congratulations to Mr. Uh, Kyle Clegg on the victory. I think that's his second one of the year and first one in quite a while. I think his first one was like second race of the year. So um, good job on there. So I forgot to do the top five for the Superstock. So I'll just do the top five for both real quick. Uh, coming in fifth was uh, this one, yours truly down there, uh, the 13S of Jordan Smith, uh, fourth to 69 of Smith. Uh, third, 49 of Chris Cox. I was in second place, 89, and 51, like I said, Kyle Clegg was your winner. In the Super Stocks, top five was uh, Brent Cave in the nine part. Fourth place, the 82, Mr. Ian Cheeseburger Clark. Uh, I actually didn't see him eat a cheeseburger, so he'll have to confirm if he wow. did or not. Watch uh, on the left side. Yep. <laughs> uh, the three car of Mr. Michael Cox came in third. Uh, 11W Scott Lang in second and 49 of uh, Chris Cox K was your, like I said, your super sex winner. Speaking so, of all the Cox last names, Jessica, if you're still watching, I assume it was you doing the uh, live uh, feed on the GAM feature. My heart was broken because, what was it, five to go, six to go? The feed just stopped right after yeah. Chris got around the two lap cars ahead of George, just ended. And I was like, well, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't a whole lot after that. Um, I kind of Kyle got a, a far enough ahead of me because it took me a little bit longer to get around the lap cars, and he kind of took off. So I wasn't going to burn up tires of the car. So I kind of just was. It's like on one of those Sunday deals drive. where you're watching your football game or whatever, and then they throw it on to Golden Girls or something. And like, yeah, hey, it wasn't over. We Murder had... she wrote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, no. Yeah, uh, great race with the Gams. That was a fun night. So. Uh, off to the super late models we go.
Yeah. So um, super late models, man. I mean, they had, which was great to see, they had the biggest car count of the evening. So they had a total of 15 cars show up. Um, And a couple of, you know, usuals. And then I think there was one, one, one or two new ones that I haven't seen. At least I I haven't seen this year, but the uh, 84 of Matt Zwingelberg, Zwingelberg. Mark Zuckerberg? Not, not burger, but Zwingelberg. Easy yes. cheeseburger. Don't get your yeah. up. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. Um, but anyways, uh, quick time for the night was uh, Kyle Ray, actually. Good to see him back out there. Um, good friend of ours. Love that guy. He ran a 15-9, which would actually Damn been on boy. the pole for the SRL race a couple weeks ago. So that's a that's that's moving. That's good. Good lap. But for your dash, um, Matt Zwingelberg uh, got out in front early, um, took the lead over uh, the 29 of Matt Bunker Brunker Brunker. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Bruce Yaki too, all, all battling for spots, but nothing, nothing really crazy or anything like you know, kind of like the game race. Everybody kind of just fell in line, and it just kind of played out that way, and. Matt Zwingelberg ended up taking the dash win. Um, same thing for the fast dash. Really, there is some good battles going on behind the leader. Um, once they kind of got into play, you know, or got spread out a little bit, you know, and, and kind of just, um, you know, got into race mode in a sense, if that's what you want to call it. You know, uh, Cody Dempster ended up getting out in front and then Zach Morris fell in behind him. And that was kind of the theme for poor Zach this uh, uh, for the evening. Uh, just, didn't have enough. And then uh, taking home your uh, dash win was Cody Dempster in the 24. For your main, they went green to checkered. It was great to see. Um, two races in the evening going going to green to checkered was was awesome. Um, Kyle ended up getting out in front early and kind of took off from there. There was some good battles. Michael Scott, uh, you know, I think for third and fourth with uh, Brett Yaki and Dempster, we're, we're battling each other hard. Um, I don't know if anybody saw the GoPro uh, footage from uh, Zach Morris's in-car the last, like, I don't know, handful yep. of laps and whatnot. But that that poor kid was pushing that car as hard as he could catch Kyle yeah. and just couldn't – just he's close but not close enough. You know what I mean? Like, he was right there. Um, and, and he's and, – and that kid, they've, they've gotten better and better. You know, I remember last year, what was it, championship night, he ended up – losing the race, which I think he should have won, you know? Um, but you know, he's getting, getting better and better and closer and closer. And and that elusive win is just around the corner for that young man. Uh, I truly think he's, he's doing really well for himself. Um, but yeah, the car to beat was, uh, was Kyle Ray. It's, it's been, it's been fun to see his journey, like from a personal level. Um, you know, he's been off a racing center for what, four or five years. Jake, mm-hmm. is that right? Four or five years. I think 2017. 2018. 2018 yeah. was his last year. And then comes out this year um, and wins two super late races in two completely different cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, hats off. Hats off to him. Uh, I love that guy to death. He's been a huge help to us this season with his knowledge base um, and, and, you know, not to say there's not a no more deserving guy, but there's not a more deserving guy that I think for how hard he's worked 
um, to get his his shit back ready to go in a short period of time after Tucson. You know what I mean? They kind of made the decision they're going to go racing. And they came out and ended up winning two races this year. So hats off to him. Uh, fantastic job. So your uh, rundown for the top five in your in your super lates uh, were as follows. So Kyle Ray came in first. Zach Morris came in second. Third was the 32 of Brett Yackey. Fourth was the 82 of Michael Scott. And then fourth or fifth, excuse me, was the 24 of Cody Dempster. So uh, going into the, the demo cross... <laughs> It's kind of hard to follow along with these these cars. They're just more for show, right? Like I just I'll just talk about the racing in general. One guy ended up losing a tire and I'm looking over and we're in the beer garden at this point. I'm looking over and the guy loses a tire and all you see was a fireball of sparks going every which way. I mean, he just it was like zero F's given, right? Like he's just send like it. I'm great. Send it. Yeah. Cars are flipping over and, you know, it's just, it's super exciting. Um, but it, it, it's, it's been a delight to watch them a little bit this year. They just, you know, it's demolition derby in a circle, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's, and over a bunch yeah. of mounds. Yeah. And over a bunch of mounds. So <laughs> uh, for the demo light uh, was the number 28 of Jace Pronte took home the win. And then the devil X heavy was the 31 of Dave Johnson. So good job to you guys. Which, um, way to put on the show. Did you see the photo of him? Uh, he's like hanging out. He didn't put the window net down. He took his helmet off and then like went out the windshield and was cheersing like half in, half the car. <laughs> didn't even, I don't know if he was wearing a, a racing jacket or not, but he had jeans on, you know, like it's like he just got off the farm through the truck. Out there Cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. He's got the Dale Earnhardt. Did y'all see that him, shit? You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, Daddy, awesome. hold the that's awesome that's oh, awesome yeah they're, they're they're a bunch of fun so right um before we move on i do have to i do have to make an apology public apology hopefully they're oh. watching hopefully she's watching cassidy hines right there got her autograph on my wall i apologize i jinxed you we were trying all our best to give you all the good vibes to try and win this weekend try to keep that tradition alive of being on the podcast and winning didn't happen. I know you had troubles with the it's tires coming. and everything, but it's coming. It's going to happen. But I'll take full blame on that. My bad. Damn it, Jake. Right. That's all right. Uh, pissing our guests off. <laughs> we do want to take this opportunity, though, to go over the, the point standings because um, some of you might know, but we, for us in the games, we only got one race to go, right? Mm -hmm. So as we've kind of been uh, leading up to, the, the point shakeout is getting pretty interesting. Uh, throughout the different divisions so I'll, I'll let jake go ahead and lead off with the super stocks and gams and then i'll i'll give an update to the super late models and the demo cross for as far as where we are in this point standings point standings excuse me yeah definitely um right now uh you have brent cave in first place uh jordan beta the 23 in second eight point behind eight points behind uh, Kyle Stidham in the 97, 24 behind, Scott Long in fourth, and Chris Cox in fifth. Um, so right now, uh, I think they have about two races to go. They and, have, I'm, and one of them is their special race, I do believe, the championship night. So there's still yep. some points to be had, and anything yep. can happen in the next couple of races. But right now, it's kind of, I mean, really, your top five kind of are right there. And they can they can be there and, and have a chance. But right now, kind of realistically... If all things play out and, and cars go home the way they went to the track, 
basically, the top three are the closest uh, in terms of anything can happen in the point standings. So especially with Jordan and Britt, only a eight-point difference. Um, it's going to be kind of nice to, to watch the rest of the year and see how that plays out. So good luck to all the super stock drivers the rest of the year. Uh, and the little points battle going on between the top three with Brett, Jordan, and Kyle. So uh, there's your super stocks. Uh, real quick in the GAMs. Uh, so unfortunately, Mr. Scotty Scott in the sixth car, he made the decision to hang it up for the rest of the year. Uh, not that he's hurt or the car is wrecked or anything. Um, just financing and stuff like that. He's going to go out of town later in the year. So he's going to put all of his efforts, all of his uh, resources into getting the car ready for Las Vegas in October. So I uh, don't blame him for that. You know, you don't want to wreck a car the last two nights and not have a car to take to Las Vegas. So with that, he did bump down pretty good. Uh, but uh, your top five goes like this. Chris Cox in the 49, uh, Kyle Clegg in the 51, 20 points behind. Uh, myself in third place, 27 behind. Scotty still up in fourth, 64 behind. And 40 Smith, Forrest Smith. In fifth place, 60 or 72 behind. A lot of Fs there. A lot of, yeah, a lot of Fs in there. Um, <laughs> so right now, I mean, kind of the way it's shaking out, Chris Cox just kind of has to show up next race and make sure he finishes at least top seven in both features for the night, and he's pretty much a lock for the win, uh, championship. But as we saw last year mm -hmm. with our AMS class, that anything can happen on the last night. Uh, I had, an, uh, I think, like a 14-point lead over um, Nathan Gasser, who was in third place at that point, and only like a two-point lead over Kyle. Uh, I ended up getting wrecked in the second race. Kyle won the championship, and Nathan Gasser, Gasser even jumped me for second place last year. So he caught me uh, you know, on points, and I ended up being in third behind Nathan by like a point or two points or something like that. So still anything could happen. But realistically, the top three are kind of right now uh, in position to battle it out. But Chris Cox, all he has to, like I said, do is pretty much show up, keep the car clean, make sure you finish at least seventh or better, and he's a, he's a lock for the championship. So congratulations, sir, jumping in a GAM. First, I don't know if this is your first time in a GAM or not, but I think it is. Um, coming out and not only winning three races, especially in a row, but to be leading the points uh, going into the last race by 20 points, that's pretty damn good. So hats off to you, sir. And uh, all I have to say is let's go green a checker the last two nights. It's not yeah. any incidents, especially the second race of championship night in the games. No wreck race cars. No wreck race cars. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Especially myself. We've <laughs> gone two years in a row. <laughs> not finishing the race. Well, I finished the race last year, but with a wreck race car and Jake's motto on championship night is checkers or wreckers, literally. Yeah, so <laughs> let's not do wreckers. Let's do green to checkers. Green there to you checkers. go. Motto of the next couple of weeks, green to checkers. All right, so your super late model rundown real quick. And actually, I was just looking on CNS's website, and they don't even have point standings for the demo cross. All they got is trains, and that's it. So at least well, for the... Uh, say the the heavy demo, demo cross heavy David Johnson is... I think he's won like three of them. So well, I think Joe Perante has done that too. So Joe Joe's yeah. won one, and then I, you know, that I don't know if it was his sibling or if it's his son. That I mean, correct me on you know people commenting, but um, the other Perante, 
ended up winning this one last last weekend. But you know, and, and again, it's just more for a, a, a entertainment value, right? So uh, your super late models uh, sitting in first right now is Brett Yaki. Um, and then second is the 82 of Michael Scott, who's only sitting 14 points behind. Third right now is uh, the Moose with 39 points behind the leader. Uh, fourth is the 89 of Zach Morris. And then fifth is the 3C of Cassidy Hines. So, and she's only sitting 48 behind, 48 points behind the leader right now. So there's actually a really pretty tight battle within the top five, especially the top two only being 14 points difference mm -hmm. uh, with two races to go. Like, as you alluded to, Jake, a lot can happen, especially on uh, the upcoming Butch Snow race. And then you got the double feature night coming up as well. So three three races, I mean, yeah, that a lot, a lot well, can happen there. Well, they haven't done Challenge Cup yet. So is Championship Night Challenge Cup? Uh, I don't, that's a... That's very, a very that's fair a question. question of the very night. fair question, actually. So, let me let me see what it says. If, if anybody out there knows... It or says uh, no. Challenge Cup is the the one fifty. The oh, Butch, so the Butch, Butch Snow, Snow Show. Okay. Yeah, Butch Snow Show challenge is going to be the the challenge. Okay. Cup. That's what it says. Oh, the Bella there. Flooring America Challenge Cup night is September thirtieth with the Super Late Model one fifty, and then so that's September. That's that's the last night. So yeah, so the Butch Snow one hundred is excuse me on September sixteenth with us. So that's our championship night. So they do. So they got a 100 lap race and then the 150 Damn. coming up on September 30th. There you go. So championship night will still left to run. Championship it's night good. won't be a double feature. It'll be the Challenge, challenge Cup, Cup night. So a Challenge Cup night will be and that's how it should be, right? Like I Challenge Cup night, right. Championship night, that's actually pretty badass. Yeah. I, I like that how that well, kind of played out. for making that work out. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't even I didn't even realize that until literally right now. There so um that's that's My that'll be a dishes. pretty cool night we'll have to we'll have to go out for that one that's for sure mm -hmm. so um but anyways there's yeah. kind of your your recap on cns and uh where we're at in the point standings yep. um so yeah we'll uh, hand it over to uh brandon to uh give us a rundown on the everything dirt for this yeah week. uh before we do that yeah uh we'll continue to do the points updates um, as the classes run, as they give the CNS weekend recap. So next weekend, you know, be trucks and all everything yeah. like that. So as they go, but uh, yeah, before we get into the dirt and seal weekend recap, I think uh, the guy to my left would like to say something about some bank in Colorado, some bank there in Colorado that has, you know, money to give out. Yeah. Hey, uh, heard that everybody's ears perk up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, Citywide Banks, uh, we're doing some cool stuff right now, trying to stay relevant in the market. Um, you know, rates are crazy. Uh, so as interest rates for homes and prime rates go up, that makes interest rates for your accounts go up. So if you don't know what you're making, what your money's making, definitely give me a call and I can help you figure out a better way to make money with your money and uh, put some more money toward your race cars. So Hey, Ray, Ray has a question for you. Uh, can you donate <laughs> some money my way? Um, I got 50 cents on the desk here, if you'd like that. I don't know how much that will help, but uh, but yeah, maybe, you know, you call me up, we'll uh, we'll see what happens, you know, you never know. Yeah. His, his daughter Kelsey wants to get into a sport mod. Yeah, ooh, there you go. Well, it's funny you brought that up because uh, Cheeseburger Ian was, uh, comes up to me and he's like, Hey man, I need to talk to your bank about maybe uh, giving me some money. Cause 
I need a new custom suit. I uh, I got the dad bod going on, the cheeseburger bod. So uh, I kind of need a, a, a little bit more of a, a, I, a better suit to wear. I have a proposal. It's either Ronald McDonald colors or Grimace colors for the cheeseburger. Uh, either one. Either, either one, I think. I I, I don't know. Let's I, start a GoFundMe. We should start a GoFundMe. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, give me a call. Text me, Facebook message me, get a hold of me, and uh, let's talk. So with that, let's see your dad and I in the garage working hard. Oh, come on. You spent countless hours in the garage with your dad. Now investing in that old car and working on it with your son reminds you of him, and his legacy lives on. Fund your passion with a low-interest home equity line of credit from Citywide Banks. You know, it's funny with that commercial, him, like, pushing the car out. We still do yeah. that. Dad doesn't like me doing yep. using reverse on the mod, and yep. we still push our cars in reverse. Telling you, it's, it's us. Yes, <laughs> and uh, don't worry, folks. Uh, Jordan had to make his uh, casual pit stop as he does uh, mm -hmm. every night. Um, so uh, we are going to go through the uh, Dirt and Seal weekend recap as promised. Uh, unfortunately, um, hello, Mr. Player Cooper. Unfortunately, uh, two of the uh, dirt race tracks, uh, as Jake alluded to earlier did get hit with mother nature. Um, some of those were kind of precautionary just with what the forecast was uh, predicting, if you will, but nevertheless, uh, two of the racetracks canceled. Um, so we had uh, two um, racetracks actually participating and I will give you the points rundown of all of the classes that ran as well. So buckle up, obviously with the dirt class or the dirt track racing, there's a shit ton of classes that run every weekend. So, uh, you know, just gonna buckle in for a couple minutes uh but with that we had el paso county on the docket first um saturday uh, august almost said october august 26th back to school night uh lightning sprints one-on-one circle drag stock cars sport mods hobby stocks dwarfs compacts mini mods so with that um there <clears throat> uh, looks like they did mini mods uh, results are pending um they did add the warriors it looks like so the sport mods from the top uh they had Eight show up, broke it down into two heat races. Heat race number one, winner was the 22S of Dave Stock from Pueblo West. Heat race number two, winner was the 47 of James Jarnot from the Springs. And in your feature, third place was the 51 of Andrew Fisher from Canyon City, or Cannon City. Uh, 43 of Daniel Payne uh, finished second, and the 22S sweeping the weekend in that 22S machine from Pueblo West was your Sport Mods eighth feature winner. Down to the stock cars, they had seven show up, only one heat race, uh, and that went to the 41 of Brian Lessig from Peyton. And in your IMCA stock car feature, third place was the 16R of Ryan O'Lear from Calhan. Uh, second place was the 14 of Brian Lessig Jr. from the Springs. And the elder Lessig in the 41 from Peyton was your stock car feature winner at El Paso County. Uh, into the hobby stocks, uh, looks like they had five show up. Uh, in your heat race, uh, all but one finished that one, and it went to the 27 of Cody Welsh from Honesdale, Pennsylvania. And in your feature, uh, we had one did not start the event, so four total. Uh, third place went to the 04 of Austin Sykes from Fountain, and second place uh, was the 54 of Jacob Worlington from Falcon, and sweeping the night for the IMCA Hobby Stocks was the 27 of Cody Welsh from Honesdale, Pennsylvania. Uh, IMCA Sport Compacts, they had six show up. Uh, heat race winner was the 95 of Daniel Cooper from Calhan. 
Uh, third place in the feature was the 16 of Leanne O'Lear from Boone, Colorado. And second place went to the 95 of Daniel Cooper, your heat race number one winner. And your IMCA Sport Compact feature winner was the number two of Vincent Geistig from Elcott. Am I saying that right? Ellicott? 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 E-L-L-I-C-O-T. Ellicott. Never even heard of it. But it, it does exist, apparently. Close. Close enough to me. There you go. Either way, congratulations, Vincent. Um, into your dwarf cars, uh, not a lot showed up. Only four. Um, and your heat race went to the 33C of Doug Darling from Lyman. And it looks like you had one do not, did not start and one did not finish in that race. So only two left at the end of that one. Into your feature, uh, one uh, did not start as well. So you had top three, 88 of Devin McClure from Pueblo, finished third, 46 of Matt Trio, uh, who did not start the heat race, finished second in the feature from Mapleton, Minnesota, and sweeping the weekend, or at least Saturday, for the Dwarf Cars uh, was the 33C of Doug Darling. So congrats, Doug. In the Lightning Sprints, they had uh, 10 show up, broke it down into two, two heat races. Heat race number one went to the 61 of Jesse Fernandez from Parker, uh, heat race number two went to the seven of Josh Flood from Thornton. And in your feature, third place went to the 61 of Jesse Fernandez. And second place went to the seven of Josh Flood. And a uh, little uh, renowned name in the lightning sprints around the Colorado area. The winner, the 24B of Mr. Johnny Booze from Lakewood, Colorado. Uh, in your Warriors division, the last division to run, uh, looks like they had uh, eight show up. Heat race winner um, went to the nine of Elmer Followell from Peyton, Colorado. And your feature top three, the number two of Vincent Geisick from Ellicott, uh, Colorado. Again, uh, the number nine of Elmer Followell from Peyton uh, finished second. And your Warriors feature uh, was the 90 winner was the 95 of Daniel Cooper from Callahan. Um, all right. Doug's first time back since a vicious flip at honor. So, yes, that's uh, really good to see when you come back from that. Um, all right. So with that, I'll uh, we'll just run down the points real quick uh, for El Paso County. Um, now, this is the track points, not the all the touring series total points and so forth, because I would take forever and a day to go through. Uh, but we'll go off with the sport mods, top three in the sport mods for El Paso County, third place uh, currently as of uh, the 26th. So Saturday, uh, 43 of Daniel Payne sitting in third with 283 points. Uh, second place currently is the 18 of Blaine Juan Jr. from Pueblo West sitting at uh, six points ahead of third place at 289. And your current uh, IMCA Sport Mod point leader is the 22S of Dave Stock from Pueblo West with 296 points. IMCA Stock Cars, third place as it sits, 16C of Cameron O'Lear from Callahan, 285 points. Second place, 05, Randy Ecker from Peyton, 292 points. And current leader in the stock cars, 41 of Brian Lessig from Peyton, sitting at 295. So three-point battle there in the stock cars. Hobby Stocks, third place, 04 Austin Sykes from Fountain, 230. Second place, the 54 of Jacob Worthington from Falcon, sitting at 274. And your uh, Hobby Stocks current point leader, the 27 of Cody Welsh from Honesdale, Pennsylvania, sitting at 289. In the sport compacts, the 16 of Leanne O'Lear, O'Lear Sitting at 280, second place is the 15 of Sean Frank from the Springs at 282, and the 95 of Daniel Cooper from Calhan uh, sitting at 289 in the Sport Compacts. Uh, in the Warriors, uh, you have third place 11J of Joe Renfro from Cheyenne sitting at 100 points, 
Second place is the seven of Jonas Agron uh, from Cheyenne sitting at 104. And your Warriors points leader right now is the 33 of J.D. Renfro from Cheyenne, Wyoming. And I'm going to go ahead and click the view of full points. Let's see. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. All right. So that is all the track sanctioned, at least what uh, race pass is showing us uh, for El Paso County. So now, <clears throat> excuse me, their next race is the ninth. Um, and that is, uh, well, they, they named it a little bit different uh, from what their schedule says compared to what their uh, racing page says. But nevertheless, uh, it's the ACS Sprint Cars and Lightning Sprints and now 600s featuring the uh, Dwarf Cars, uh, the North versus South Dwarf Cars and the Vintage Racers. And it looks like the Mini Mods were on the schedule. Uh, but I checked their page and they are not on the uh, race poster anymore. I'm not sure what happened there. Nevertheless, September 9th. Mm. Uh, now we'll go to Phillips County. They were on the docket for Friday the 25th, uh, back to school night. Um, unfortunately, they pulled the plug on that one due to the uh, forecast. Not sure if um, uh, Holyoke received a ton of rain or it was just in uh, preparation for the storms that could have come. But nevertheless, uh, their next race is the 22nd, and it's actually their last race, uh, the IMCA Championship Night, featuring the CAT Tour, Lake Models, Modified Stock Cars, uh, Sport Mods, Hobby Stocks, and Compact. Um, and I failed to mention uh, for El Paso County, they have two races left, the aforementioned September 9th, and then they race the day after the season ender for Phillips on the 23rd, and that's the championship night as well, featuring... Basically the same um, sprint cars, lightning sprints, 600 stock cars, sport mods, hobby stocks, compact, and mini mods. So getting down to two races left for uh, those two speedways. Mm -hmm. um, into their points. Try to make it quick for you. Uh, let's see. The IMCA hobby stocks, third place as it sits uh, as of the 28th of July, because uh, they haven't run uh, too many races since then. Uh, the 51 of Colt Gibbs from Holyoke sitting at 140. Uh, second place is the X of Mike Taylor from Yuma sitting at 142. Current leader in the hobby stocks at Phillips County is the 20 of Tanner Clow from Wallace, Nebraska sitting at 154. Into the modifieds, uh, third place currently is the 20 of Brandon Clow from Wallace sitting at 109. The 10G of Don Geis from Burlington sitting at 111. And current leader in the IMCA Modifieds at Phillips County is the 20th Troy Seidel from Magnolia, Texas, sitting at 135. In the Sport Compacts, third place currently is the 69 of Anthony uh, Simmons from Kearney, Nebraska, sitting at 34. Second place is the 40 of Brock Libert from um, uh, Imperial, Nebraska, sitting at 98. And one point above him is the T21 of Ted Trumbo from St. Francis, Kansas, sitting at 99 points. Into the sport mods, third place currently is the 1D of Preston uh, Donovan from McCook, Nebraska, sitting at 138. The 1S of Hunter Smith from Fort Morgan, sitting at 145 in second place. And your current IMCA sport mod leader is the 11 of Joseph Cooper from North Platte, sitting at 146. So really tight battle there. Into the stock cars, the 49M of Aiden Miller from Goodland, Kansas, sitting at 131. Uh, 73 of Laney Bellum from Broomfield, Colorado, uh, sitting in second with 136 points. And in first place, currently the 11K of Kyle Clow from Wallace, Nebraska, and the one is sitting at 151, 151 points. Um, in the Warrior Division, uh, third place is the 11J of Joe Renfro from Cheyenne, sitting at 132. 
Uh, second place currently is the seven of Jonas Agron from Cheyenne, Wyoming, uh, sitting at 133. And your current leader in the Warriors division at Phillips County is the 33 of J.D. Renfro from Cheyenne, sitting at 140. All right, now down to uh, I-76 Speedway. They were not on the uh, docket to run this weekend. Their next race is this Saturday, September 2nd at 5 p.m. All IMCA classes, the Rocky Mountain Lightning Sprints and the 270 Micros. And <clears throat> their current uh, points, uh, at least uh, track-sanctioned points, uh, a couple divisions, not too many. Uh, in the mini mods, third place currently is the 120 of Blake Huff from Eaton, sitting at 203. The 8S of Cameron Smiths from Fort Morgan sitting in second at 220. And the 74 of Silas Speicher from Denver sitting in first at 229. Into the IMCA Modifieds. And there's a beautiful picture of a 79 uh, Furniture Row Racing inspired paint scheme that we might have had on our podcast sitting in first place. The <laughs> 78 of Brian Cross from Brighton mm-hmm. sitting at 221 followed by the 69 of Jim Bowman from Fort Morgan at 216 and the 46 of Joe Mullins from Boulder sitting in third at 206 for your uh, IMCA modifieds. The Northern Sport Mods, third place currently is the 24 of Doug Beeman from Fort Morgan sitting at 209. Second place is the 100 of Jorge Garcia from Denver sitting at 218. Uh, And your current leader in the Sport Mods is the 01S of Hunter Smith from Fort Morgan sitting at 219. In your stock cars, uh, the 17J of Jeremy Freiner from Fort Morgan sitting at 198. Second place uh, is the 6J of DJ Banks from Brush sitting at 202. Uh, first place currently in the stock cars, the 5D of David Plomisto from Fort Lupton sitting at 204. So nice little battle there in the stock cars. Into the hobby stocks, third place, 23 of Kenny Atkins from Evans sitting at 199. Second place, the 8B of Brandon Hilzer from Fort Morgan sitting at 217. And current leader in the hobby stocks, the 8A of Alicia Hilzer from Fort Morgan, one point above in uh, sitting at 218. Now into the Thunder stocks, third place, the 50 of Craig Smith from Ray sitting at 35 points. Second place is the 6J of Phoenix uh, Cabral from Brush sitting at 37 points. And the current leader in the Thunder stocks, the 73 of Noah Speicher from Fort Morgan mm-hmm. at 44 points. And your last division at I-76 as far as the points. Third place, 11X in the Sport Compacts, uh, Eric Johnson from Longmont sitting at 70. Second place, the 88 of Casey Emmett from Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, sitting at 99. And in first place, currently the 13T of Christopher Terrell from Greeley, Colorado with 194. And they have uh, actually four races left this uh, upcoming Saturday, the 2nd, the 16th, the 29th, and the 30th to round out their season at I-76. Honor Speedway, they were on docket to race uh, this Saturday, the Pueblo Cup. Unfortunately, uh, weather got the best of uh, the Pueblo and Pueblo West area as well, uh, so they did not run. Uh, Don't believe they have any uh, plans to make that one up. Their next uh, race is actually uh, this Saturday, the second uh, Steel City Special featuring the Sport Mods, Stock Cars, Hobby Stocks, Sport Compacts, Steel City Mods, the Southern Colorado Carts, but the 349cc and below. The 350s are uh, because of my uh, plans taking a weekend off. So I appreciate that, Mary, if you're watching. And uh, the Warrior South. Um, so with that, uh, we'll go down their points. Sport Mods currently uh, third place, the 11F of Mike Fletcher with 350. 18 of Blaine Juan Jr. sitting at 360 in second. And 43 of Daniel Payne in first currently. And this is all from, I believe, uh, the 19th of August as it stands. 
But uh, Daniel Payne sitting in first with 371. In the stock cars, third place, 56 of Jacob Escopillo at 232. Second place, the 19X of Mike Puckett at 234. And the 05 of Randy Ecker sitting at 345 in the stock cars. Hobby stocks. Uh, third place is the 04 of Austin Sykes, Sykes sitting at 297. Second place is the 97 of Savannah Hoosman, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, at 327 and first place currently is the 83 of Clint Adams with 344 into the sport compacts third place the 17x of Brittany Craig sitting at 227 second place the 12dd of Dave Daniels sitting at 297 and the 19 of Tony Martinez with 339 sitting in first uh, currently in your sport compacts uh, the Steel City minis uh, third place currently is the 12ww of Lily Baxter uh, sitting at 190. Second place is the 37 of JT Baxter sitting at 192. And uh, of course, as we said, this young man's name all season long, the 43 of Wade Petty sitting and first at 200 points. Into the Warriors South, uh, third place currently is the 33 of JD Renfro with 67. Second place is the 37 of Jimmy Renfro at 69. And uh, the points leader currently in the Warriors South is the 84 of Joe, I'm going to butcher this one, Strazikar with 95 points. And then the two remaining divisions, uh, the Southern Colorado uh, 350 CC and up. Uh, second place is the 81 DD of Mary Hyde sitting, sitting at 186. And yours truly in the 3BH is sitting in first with 192 points. And in the uh, 349 CC and lower, uh, third place is the 50 or 517 of Darren Reeves sitting at 197. Second place is the 7 of Keith Patton at 205. And first place currently is the 44B of Brayson Siegel with 206 points. I'll revert now to my phone uh, for the rest, the remainder of uh, Honor Speedway's schedule. So they have September 2nd, September 15th and 16th technically is the championship weekend. Um, and then they have um, a couple one-off races, mechanics races and so forth. So uh, two more full weekends and that is it for Honor Speedway. Crazy wow. to think we're already there but uh yeah that was a lot so hopefully my they have only are... two weekends left like yeah for all yeah, the, yeah the cancellation this past weekend you know we got labor day and then uh we're off till the 15th so two more two more full weekends so okay there we go and uh hopefully all the viewers are still with me uh, i told you buckle up that was gonna be a lot with <laughs> four dirt tracks and fifty thousand divisions so appreciate you guys still <laughs> tuning in uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break, uh, hear about the agency, um, and then George's going to lead us off into Green Flag, Black Flag. So here we go. All right, Scrub and Tires podcast listeners and viewers. If you or someone you know is looking to buy or sell a home or an investment property, find out how much your current home is worth in the ever-changing housing market. Okay, okay, I got it. Let's go to the chase. You want a bigger shop for that new race car you just got, right? Well, let's get you in touch with one of the premier global real estate brokerages and new to the Denver and Colorado market, the agency. As I mentioned, the agency is a premier global real estate brokerage team having business in nine countries and counting, including 80 plus offices. What does that mean for you? You get the expertise of some of the most trusted, seasoned, and highest recruited real estate agents right here in your backyard to serve the Denver and Colorado regions. If you're ready to get started, give the Scrub and Tires podcast official real estate company and real estate agent, Mike Landhall, a call today at 719-480-3477 and experience for yourself the unmatched service you will receive from start to finish. 
There you have it. Yeah, buddy. You know what to do. All right. We have come to one of my favorite parts of the show. Green flag, black flag. So each of us picks a topic or a question. We ask each one of the panelists here, if you will, the two uh, fine gentlemen above me, uh, what their thoughts are, whether they agree with it, green flag, or whether they disagree with it, black flag, or they just simply just give their opinion, right? So I'm going to uh, go ahead and lead this shindig off here. Um, so this past weekend, there's a situation over in tech um, that kind of threw a bunch of us gam drivers for a little bit of a loop. Um, and that, nothing that the, the track I say maliciously tried to like screw us all over. Right. It's just they, that I understand they tried something. they tried something different mm-hmm. and it didn't necessarily work. So give context. What happened was, is that um, when you roll over the scales, you got to be, your numbers got to be right on the number or right on the money. Right. For, for anybody who's never really dealt with that side of things for any fans or whatnot. So for the GAM rules, let's just put it this way. You got to be 58% left side weight and you got to be overall weight a minimum of 2575. There were six people that rolled over the scales. that had to go down the scales, turn around and come back to get their numbers right. So, and, and I was one of them. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah, I was one of them. It's really funny. Like if I'm going to, excuse my French, if I'm going to fucking cheat, you think that it would be something a little different. I I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but this right here. (laughs) Cheeseburger. At least least she's wearing pants. Thank you. I have never in my life ever been low 45 pounds on the scales ever. Well, you were low. I was low. I was, I was, there was, I was 45 pounds too light. Right. And I was at 60% left side weight. Well, let's just put it this way. The left front tire was about well, half the tire. On the, the context of why that happened. Okay. So they painted a yellow line on the right side of the scales. And, they put and your right clicks. side and your right side tires had to be on the inside part of the scales. Okay. So our cars are 81 inches wide. The scales are set to 79 inches wide. So mm. the left front tires hanging literally off the scales. So... As we roll over, you know, my old man's up there looking at the numbers. Yeah, and it showed 60% left side weight and that I was at 2540 or 2535, something like that. And again, I've never been light. And we literally checked it the morning of. We had the scales. We check our scales every single week. Did you go to Waffle House or something? Never. Well, if I went to Waffle House, I'd be at 2580. <laughs> well, I'm saying <laughs> you know what I mean? of uh, Waffle House, you would have been yeah. a little bit lighter. If you know him, and, him and Ian went to the uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. stand afterwards. But like I said, if it was if it was a situation where it was like it was just myself or like one other driver, I'd be like, OK, some, something's up. Right. But the matter of fact that literally. OK, so we had 12 drivers. So half the field had to go back around and come through and you know, and redo the scales and something like that. Like, um, yeah. Okay. So Jordan Abeda right there. Scales showed I was 30 pounds light to the prior week. Yeah. I mean, 
again, we, if I'm going to go out and cheat, I'm not going to go blatantly be 40 pounds light and two, two and a half percent over on left side weight. Like they're not yeah. even going to let you on the track. So why would we even yeah. attempt that? Well, or even this five other people that were going across the scales. Why would yeah. we even attempt that? Cheating would be 2570 with like 58.2 or three. 3%. Somewhere in there. Yeah. That, that's like trying to push the limits. Right. But I mean, that's blatant. And I'm like, what the, f I don't know if you guys notice this, but I'm pretty sure I'm not light on weight. So my, my green flag, black flag, um, not, not to say that, but is throwing a wrench into like with two races to go, right. Is throwing a wrench like that to try and square people up on the scales. Is that, is that worth it? Like, is that a good move? Green flag, black flag. Um, but if you do end up doing it, like knowing that your cars that are coming across the scales are 81 inches wide, set the scales to 81 inches wide. So that way you got the freaking car on the scales in the first place. And you're got, you know, half the people hanging off and half people not like, yeah. so do you think throwing a wrench in the, in the, in the, I, I guess in the setup or whatever, trying something new with two races to go, is that worth it? Green flag, black flag. Great. Go ahead. Okay. Um, two points here for me and i'll go quick like um black flag uh to your to your point there if you're going to do something just like we have talked about numerous times with the rule book make it at the beginning of the season don't make rules at the fly that's same precedent here don't change a scaling technique or routine if you will two races before the end of the season keep it straight across the board all season long announce it well before the season starts hey we made a change to the scales, make sure you guys, blah, blah, blah. Um, so black flag that they did that right now. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure the reasoning there, but uh, black flag on that. And then my second point is with such diverse classes, right, at CNS and really everywhere, um, <clears throat> maybe, you know, you got the GAMs, as George said, 81 inches in for the wheelbase, super late models, different. Pro trucks are different. All these cars are different. So you need the uh, accessibility and the option to be able to move those skills out or move them in in order to account for all these classes. But you can't just pick 71 or 75, whatever, George, or 80, whatever is what it's going to yeah. be at 79. Because they move then, them in and out for wheelbase, but they don't right. do it for tread width. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's the, that's that's the part that got me. It's like... It, fucking left front tires hanging off the scale yeah. like what do you want me to do about number, it <laughs> your numbers are going to be off every time if you start yeah. doing that like you need to have the tech officials and if you're watching sitting in tech and i know they're instructed to do this i'm not adding you right now but i'm just saying if you know okay the, the games are coming up next in the docket okay we know we gotta put them out to this and this and this and then we're good okay super late models are next so on and so forth so black fat flag all the way across for you can't have that or else you're going to have half the field failing over right. that, you know, and then, and then to Jordan Abeda's point, like, Oh, I was 30 pounds lighter last week or last time we raced, but then I'm fine this like, and we didn't change anything. So you gotta, you gotta keep that constant. Cause that's a huge thing, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Left side oh, weight and total huge. weight. Like that, yeah. that, that's then, whether or not you can go out on the track or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. You gotta set that precedent early before the season starts. And you can't just make up, oh, we're going to change the scaling rules two races to go. So black flag all the way around. Jake? Oh, I'm, I'm total black flag. 
And, and the one thing that kind of makes me a little upset is that when we went to scale, especially before qualifying, we were told, well, you guys were told this was going to happen mm, yeah. previously. And we were like, when, when there was no Facebook announcement, <laughs> there was nothing on the website. You do, And we were at the driver's meeting and I don't know. I know I, I love John Whitard to death. But that man should never be on a microphone running a <laughs> driver's meeting because you can't hear him. He, he talks like, you know, we really like you guys coming on here. You know, <laughs> and, we're, know. and we're 20 feet oh, from him. Well, yeah, I can't, I can't hear, hear a word he's saying. So it's like if you're having something yeah. to be said, I know Greg Witherach doesn't really want to do it anymore. But when it comes to something like, hey, fellas, gals, we're changing something up. We put a plate on the right side uh, of the scales, and your tires have to be on the inside of that scale. Uh, just so you know, heads up. Like, okay, if you would have told us that previously to that, a lot of us probably would have been more aware of what was happening, right? Well, and, Instead and of showing up to to that point, like, would we have changed anything? No, because no, well, we can't. scaled. Here's in, the thing. We scaled, yeah, at the house, we scaled you in the garage. Yeah, yeah, you can't. We didn't scale anything. So it really didn't accomplish anything other exactly. than just fucking up everything. You yeah, know what I mean? Like it didn't do anything. miraculous that this happened the very first race after the SRL came into town. Yeah, I don't. I mean, unless you guys bolt up a plate at, at your house on well, your scales. And and try but to, it's still, we're going to set the scale on yeah, the left side. Yeah, to yeah exactly. Right under it's the middle of the tires. Yeah, so like, uh, what's, what are we going to do? Anybody out there, that scale that's tires, a she you, know, show. you put the middle of the tire right in the middle of the scale. That gives you the best read on your numbers. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. If you have your right sides, you know, middle of the scale, and then the left side's way up, you well, yeah. Every time you're going to have yeah. way off. And then the yeah. fact that it's not even reading the total weight correctly on top that was, of that. That was the and, thing that got me. You no, know, like, well, it's one thing that, you yeah. know, it's offset. And, yeah. okay, now we're 60, 60% left. How is he, is Jordan Abeda showing 30 pounds light, Jordan <laughs> Smith showing 40 pounds light, yeah. And we couldn't even find 40 pounds on that car to cut off in the first place. Like, I'd yeah. gladly to get rid of the 40 pounds if we could. <laughs> the, 40, the 40 pounds that we could find to get off is the driver. And, you know, that's not like it's easy <laughs> to cut off, you know. So, yeah, I'm total black flag. Like, if you're going to start this, this is an announcement to say, hey, next yeah. year, everybody, just so you know, we're going to start because people push the limit of making sure yeah. the rights are on the left more than the left. If that's the precedence, then say, hey, next year, yeah. just as a heads up, this is what's going to happen. So we're going to let it go the rest of the year. But just so you know, this is what's going to change for next year. Yeah. yeah. So that way people can change it. But to like George's point, if if the I don't know what the tread width on all the other series are, let's say the super stocks are at 78, right? Well, GAMs are at 81. So if super stocks roll over and then all of a sudden it's like GAMs to the scales now. You should be moving those over. As soon yep. as the last super stock rolls off that scale, you should be moving it over three inches. So then that way, tires are right in the middle. Or here's another thought. If they're if this is going to cause such a ruckus, I worked a grain elevator my senior year in high school. When those trucks come across that, it's one big scale. Mm -hmm. And you can't hide. What you are right. is what you are. Right. And mm -hmm. if that's, I mean, you could implement that. And yeah. then there's no... Oh, I'm going to push it on the right side or I'm pushing. No, everything yeah, is yeah. right there. It's a whole scale. 
Or like like Mike Hunter just said, if that's the way it's going to be and that's the way yeah. the scales are going to stay, then the gams go to 78-inch shred width. Right. That solves that problem. If you don't want to move the scales, 78-inch shred width. Yep. There's a lot of options you could do there. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. It's just more or less just like uh, it just threw a complete wrench in the whole system and you had everybody questioning themselves for no apparent reason. Yeah, like right. I said, what if it hell? was just like myself or one other person that had like questions about left side weight and overall weight, I- I'd understand. But half mm-hmm. the field was like in mm-hmm. question. Well, then how, how do you not? How do you not turn yeah. and look at yourself? Be like, okay, we're we're doing something fucking yeah. wrong. Yeah, so problem with the process here. Yeah. yeah, and then on top of that, we heard a couple of the tech guys were pissed that even after qualifying, when it was like, okay, well, you're like there, but like you know, it's okay, just go right. They were like nobody came back to came back over to the scales to check and see or if they made adjustments to check and see before it's like well what do you want us to do there's not much you can do like in the yeah. instant like okay we we qualify i'm not adding sudden, 45 like, pounds to the right front yeah. of my car and especially for yeah. the cars that for the dash that's first up okay you qualify boom it's like you have five minutes and you're yeah you're true in a dash like True. how are you going to fix that in five yeah. minutes yeah so you know George, we kind of had a question about it so we walked up we he drove up before our dash race to check it and you know that he had them re-zero out their scales and i think you said their left front scale the the that's numbers what, were going like all that's what dad them. said he said that the the left front was kind of reading a little bit funky like it wasn't completely zeroing out. I mean, I don't know. Obviously, I'm in the cockpit of the car. But to that point, it's like, are we going to go really and go throw like 45 pounds on the right front of the car to like fix it, fix the problem? No, Even though we know setup. that ours yeah. is right. It throws a setup way off and, and yeah. we don't have 45 pounds sitting around. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. You know. I could go ask people, but I don't have 45 pounds of lead weight sitting in the, it just in the, uh, the trailer yeah you know so yeah yeah whatever it's yeah. anyways yeah i'm all fired up now <laughs> i got two shots and three outlaws in me too i haven't even had two shots i've only had one and a half outlaws all, <laughs> all right. right go ahead go ahead so uh keeping to the local stuff and um you know with kind of some things just observed from this weekend and this isn't bad this is just you know, we're always an advocate of making things better, or if we see things like, hey, maybe we twist this a little bit. Um, kind of to CJ's comment here a little bit ago about running no dashes and running a 50 lap main. So we've talked about that before. Apparently they can't do that because with the NASCAR points, we're technically supposed to run a double feature for NASCAR national points, right? So I get that. But like Brian Sanders said a couple of weeks ago, Hey, what if we did like a 20 lapper stop, roll a die, and then do a 30 lapper, right? You know, we could do that. But kind of along with it, with having only three series this weekend, it it was pretty smooth, I thought, in terms of the flow of things and getting cars on and off the track and and just, you know, the night kind of going pretty quick. Um, Green flag, black flag. If for like the car counts this weekend, they were pretty low, right? And they made the super stocks do one dash. Should they on the fly, green flag, black flag, on the fly, that if 
the cars, the series for that night doesn't make a certain car count, scrap the dashes, run one dash, that sets the lineup for the main event, and then just go dash, 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 take a break, main, 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 maybe throw an extra five or 10 laps in there. We're still on schedule. We get done maybe even earlier and everybody gets the same amount of laps that they were supposed to run throughout the whole night, just in two races. I'm confused by that timeout. So So explain that a little bit better. Sorry. So so changing things on the fly. So yeah, I understand that part. Two dashes with, you know, six cars run one dash. Okay, so like for us, it it would okay. So so green flag, black flag, have more ability to change on the fly, to do something like that where it would be a dash main. So and then how, how and run more laps in the dash race? You mean no main event feature? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like however we can get, however we can get more laps in the main. You know what I mean? I, I don't even care. D- just give us more freaking laps. That's all. Scrap I care the about. dashes and run a forty lap. That's race. what I'm saying. Like screw the dashes. Run a B main and let's go to freaking main main event racing. Like give us forty mm-hmm. laps for the gams. Give thirty laps, thirty five laps to the super stocks. You know. I, I, 50, 50 laps minimum for the super lates. I mean, that's a yeah. minimum. They should be running 60 laps every freaking time. They're, they're on brand new tires every race. They give them 60 laps. Like, come on. You know, it, it's, if you need to start, like I said, you we can get it done. Like, we're done pretty early, but get it. What I want to see happen, and it's just me talking, <laughs> give us less, less practice. Give us less practice. Like this last weekend, we had terrible car counts, but we that's each what, had our very, kind of our very first practice was 20 minutes. For All 10 minutes of it, 20 minutes. For 10, 10 minutes of it, there was no cars on the track. Damn. Absolutely no cars on the track. They were sitting in staging with the GAMs and all the super stocks were gone. They're done. And they had like, Mike's like, they got seven minutes still. I'm like, well, there's nobody on the track. Let's just go. They cut it a little bit early, like one or two couple minutes, a yeah. couple of minutes, but. Get get rid of three practices in a day. Don't need it. Don't need it. Just go to two practices and and start start us a little earlier. Five thirty. Start in the races. Have one dash. Do do the you know one dash or one B main, whatever you want to do, and give us more laps for the main. Like that's what people come out to watch. Like right. Like they don't. They come out for the. They don't even really come out for the dashes. If you look at the stands. It really any and I don't know the dirt side. I can't speak for the dirt side. But at the at CNS, when when qualifying after qualifying hits and the dashes start, like this the stands still ain't even full for the dash races. Yeah. Most of the time it come when it comes stands are full like right, right at the, the end of the dash. Fast dash. Last fast yeah. dash, the second to last fast dash is when the stands are full and people yeah. are there to watch the mains. Well so and, give, and give the your, people what they want. To your point on the dirt side, I would I would say it's opposite because the this the b mains the dashes whatever you mean so much more to the dirt side than they do on the asphalt side so people are because yeah. there's battles and stuff but yeah 100 percent agree Total, totally yeah. different setup right like the right. dirt you don't need as much practice because all you're doing yeah. is fucking up the track exactly yeah right mm-hmm. so but totally those, different. yeah to make the a main you, right. you got to fight your whole way the fight whole your way, way. And, yeah. and that's the point like the you bigger, use you use those to set your set your your lineups, right? Yeah, exactly. Qualifying, 
dash races like they used to do. You had the the dash for cash, which really well didn't set the lineup, but it just invert the top six, all that kind yeah. of shit. Mm-hmm. But well, then, then your B main was to get into it. Shit, yeah. back when they had C mains, it was like you had to fight from the C main to make the B main, yeah. then from the B main to make the A. Yep. You know, so, but they don't, obviously we don't have the car counts for that, but you know, yep. you could do six cars and then the rest of them go into the other dash, run eight laps, set the, set the field and away you go. And then give mm-hmm. us 40, 40 laps for the gams, 40 laps for the trucks, late models, 40 laps, 60 laps for the super lates, 30 laps for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I- Simple. I think the uh, judge's gavel has uh, been slammed. I think, yeah, any, anything you can do to, like we said, yeah, dash wins are, are great. And, you know, just some seat time and laps and stuff like that to get your car ready. Someone could argue that. Uh, but yeah, like Blair said, three laps of practice and hot laps is like literally 10 seconds. Well, if it goes like and, Yeah. And like I'm seeing Scotty Bramkamp's Pull that up. question yet. So they tried less practice a few years ago, got an earful. Okay, I understand because people, you know, they don't pull their cars out until two days prior and, you know, they need to go practice. So, like, I get why if there's only three divisions on a night, you extended practice by what usually we're at 10 minutes, uh, 15 sometimes with four, but it's usually 10 minutes. So, like, if we're only three divisions, okay, let's give them some extra practice. But with the low car count, there is no reason to be doing 20, 20 minutes. Right? You don't need it with the full car count. Yeah. Like, I, I'm lot. sorry. I, I'm sorry. Like, I still don't believe in that. Because, okay, you look at some of these traveling series. They have practices on, on the day of practice. Like, granted, you know, a Friday they'll have, like, a couple hours practices for, like, these touring races. But on the day of, they got one practice. 35 also, minutes. Uh, SRL was an hour. Oof. No, it was it was forty five minutes. No, it, it was an hour. Okay, well, regardless, yeah. okay, that's too but, much. But yeah, it's it, just saying you get one practice for a local mm-hmm. series that's just running where you're you're going there every single week. Like if you're making massive changes to your car, right? Like typically most people go out on a Friday and go mm-hmm. do it and utilize yeah. it, right? Like I, I'm not saying everybody has the ability to do that, which is fine. I totally understand that, mm-hmm. but. Again, do you want more? Are you worried about practice or are you worried about getting more laps for the main event? Do you want to race or are you worried to want to practice? That's mm-hmm. my question to the racers. Like, I don't know of a racer that is more willing to be like, I need more practice than I need to race. Fuck that. Let's go race. Well, and you know, that's why they do Friday open practice at the beginning of the month. Like, I know a lot of people, they have jobs and it's hard to get, you know, totally understandable. But, you know, yeah. Practice, you know, really, you should be only running about eight to 10 laps locally, you know, for a 30 lap show, eight to 10 laps. The car feels good. Car feels tight. Okay. Let's change something. Go out for second practice. Did it feel better? Yep. Felt better. Okay. That's what we're running with. Run five laps. Boom. We're good to go. Done. That's Done. what? So in a 17, sec- 17 and a half second lap, 10 laps, minute and 17, well, what, whatever, two minutes. Two minutes it took yeah. to practice. Because if, if you're making wholesale changes on your car at the racetrack, you're missing one of the practices anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it ain't going to yeah. happen that fast. Like yeah. the only thing you're doing is making minor adjustments to your car. 
Yeah. So and you could you should be able to figure that shit out right off the get go. Like, okay, the car is way loose. Let's make a couple little adjustments. You have enough time in the twenty minute practice, so you got two twenty minute practices, two twenty minute, two thirty minute practices, or twenty five minute practices, whatever. You come in, make a quick adjustment, give it a couple turns here, you know, give it some more sway bar, whatever the hell you want to do. Send it back out, run another five, six, seven laps, and then you come back in. Car's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if it's or, not good, that's just the car you're going to have for the night. You obviously or, missed on your setup. Here's a thought, like we've talked about before. Start earlier. That's a. Uh, I was going to say you could have a, a practice. Usually, yeah. yeah, we usually start at three. Start at two forty-five. <laughs> two thirty. Clark is taking some shade tonight. I, I just, I just propose, I just propose that, like I, you know, to anybody who's who's racing drivers. I mean. Put your input in. Would you rather have more practice time? You want three practices and 30 laps for your main, or would you want two practices and 50 laps for your main? Exactly. George had yeah. up. Yeah, he's fired up. Drinking. He's fired up. George's all It's true. I mean, you know, I just I just rather let's great balls of fire. Let's go. Like I want to, <laughs> I want more laps. I just want more laps in the mains for everybody. You know, yeah. I want to see a better show, a longevity show, rather than what we're getting. That's all. There we go. No, I, I think everybody agrees here. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. we go. I like Mike. I like Mike's comment. I can mess up a car in first practice and don't need three more to make it worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's you true. Know, and really, you know, we take, you know, we, we personally, <laughs> our team, you know, we don't put a lot of emphasis on the dash, right? We use the dash. Okay. So we've made a change from practice. Okay. We're going to go right. out and qualify. All right. How the car feel to qualify? Oh, I felt pretty good. Don't need to make any changes. We go out into the, into the heat race. Right. However, it doesn't matter how well we did. How did the yep. car feel? Cause you know what? We're setting it up for the main. Okay. In, in qualifying didn't really feel very good. Okay. Well, we're going to use the heat race as a practice. Yep. We're going to, okay, let's make a change. That is a, basically a practice. And yeah. Is. And that's the way it should be yep. and not for any points. We'll yeah. talk that. That's another conversation. That's another topic. But we won't get into that one here. Yeah. But still, that's the way we kind of see it is that, okay, we were okay. Practice qualifying didn't do very well. We're going to use that as a 10 lap practice. And if you win it, great. If you, you don't, know, you know, you know what you got to do to make your car better for the main. Yeah. And it, it's not like the lineup from where you finish most times in the dash sets you for the main because you either build draw or they invert. So really it doesn't well, and it's, matter it's all that much. Magnified on the dirt side, right? At the bigger shows, because like you said, if you use that, that B main C main as a, Hey, yeah. we're practicing, we're getting the car better, but we also got to be on our A game to make the main event. And guess what? If you go home, then, you gotta you gotta do something at the shop. You gotta mm-hmm. get the car better at the shop, and you gotta get it so you don't have to be in those situations. So, well, and yeah. for them, it's like you said, it's even worse. They get what a handful of laps to go out and practice. Yeah, and if you miss, you're you're screwed. Yeah, like all right, well, yeah. boys, we're running for tenth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, like um, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's it's even a harder emphasis on those boys to get their shit together and. Even the the harder thing about dirt is that you know asphalt the track doesn't really change all that much, right? Like it can be hot throughout the day, and then it can you know tighten up a little bit as it gets cooler. That track will go from sticky to your shit's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
you know, yeah. like their, their track conditions changed. Like you can't believe. Uh -huh. So, you know, I mean, I can't, yeah, I, I, I totally get that. If you miss on a setup in a dirt car, you're, you're, you're pretty well just you're screwed mm -hmm. yeah versus an asphalt we you know we get these three practices to get the luxury of yeah qualifying and the heat races and you know what i mean to get these things dialed in a little bit more but yeah screw that let's let's go a little dirt style just give us yeah, two practices give us two practices and give her hell give us some yeah. laps in the main yeah. that's all i want send it send the it green and, the green and yellow flags for uh 30 seconds and then you're done yeah yeah <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, on of mine, I uh, don't know how to follow up any of those, but uh, I'm gonna go not not local. So uh, Jordan calms down a little bit as blood blood pressures through the roof. Yeah, we'll need another uh, beer. Yeah. yeah, another beer to get the blood pressure down. I think that's what the doctor ordered. Uh, so I'm going to go national uh, topic here and I'm going to steal a few pages from Door Bumper Clears podcast. If any of you listen to that one. Uh, they had Chris Rice, uh, co-owner of College Racing. Um, they were talking about the points uh, structure, and I found it very intriguing. So I kind of wanted, uh, Jake and Jordan, your thoughts on it, and then maybe uh, some of the viewers, if you want to chime in. So green flag, black flag, uh, we've had this new um, point structure, right, in the Cup Series, uh, Xfinity and Trucks modified a little bit, but mainly talking Cup Series here. Uh, I had the dates pulled up earlier, but it doesn't matter. Uh, so basically when they started, you know, the, the, uh, sprint, uh, was it next tell then sprint, whichever way it went, uh, yep. the, the playoffs. Right. Um, and now it's gotten even more, um, under the microscope with the monster energy coming in and them changing the, the stages and so forth. So my green flag, black flag is none of this. Hey, I, I pointed my way into the points, that bubble. Oh, I, I sucked all year, but I did just enough to make that top 16 to make the playoffs. And the great analogy by Chris Rice on the Door Bumper Clear podcast was Kansas City Chiefs. If they go to the if they make it to the playoffs, they don't get to go to the Super Bowl by pointing their way in. No, you have to win in order to make it to the big dance, right? To Phoenix in this instance. So green flag, black flag. The NASCAR Cup Series points should be if you're going to run for a driver's championship, not owner's championship, driver's championship, you must win. And they take it, whether it be five winners throughout the year or 20 winners. And that's what you're running at the end at the championship race. Those drivers who have only won are eligible to run for the driver's championship. Jordan. No, because it's a, a consistency throughout the year. Like if you're one of those one-off drivers that goes out and wins, get okay. For instance, Daytona, right? Mm -hmm. You go out. Uh, Michael McDowell's of the world. Is Michael mm -hmm. McDowell a top five driver in the series? No, 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 he's not. So you're you're gonna hinder on the chance of just getting lucky to get a chance to run for the points championships versus you've had you've won maybe two races, but you finished. You've had. 13 top fives yep. 14 top fives no and this is it's a all great about debate. yeah on their podcast it, too they were it's all about consistency and yeah. i, I and, and you're obviously the more you the more consistent you are the better chance you are of winning yep. multiple races like i agree in that Byron. instance do away with this this format in general and go back to the 80s and 90s from 1975 to 2006 i think they had the same points format whereas 180 yep. 185 points to the winner 
then it was 175 per second, and so on and so forth. See, but and and I in and this I day get, and age, yeah, I get it because NASCAR when they went to the playoff bullshit, you know, they were trying to make it exciting and yep. you know and make an emphasis on each and every race, and they kind of did that when it came down to the championship race, right? They did do that. Like everybody tunes into Phoenix now because there's four drivers that got a shot at it, which I like that excitement of it. Like, honestly, like who's, who's going to win it? Cause more majority of the time it's whoever wins the race is, is going to be the champion. Yeah. It's yeah, happened exactly. more times than not or more in the past 15 years. The driver well, me, that wins the race wins it. But, but let me interject here. Go ahead. You, you for the past couple of years, a lot of years we've had the top four they're only eligible come homestead and now it's phoenix would it not be more exciting take this year for example if we did this 14 different drivers have won in the cup series would it not be more exciting as a fan to go to phoenix and say damn there's 14 different drivers that could win this championship win this race instead of four because yeah yeah but to that point again like uh, the way i would structure it if if i was nascar is I'd get rid of the playoff system. Oh, yeah. Get rid of the playoff system, but put an emphasis on more of an emphasis on winning is what they should have done. Like, you know, the old point systems, what was the, what was the difference between the point system? Right. Um, like what? 10 points, 15 points from first to second. What, what, what I yeah, go back. It was, and it was, it was something like oh. that. And then from second to third, third, third yeah, on. Yeah. Back, right. So keep, Keep the 43 drivers, you know, whatever is, is a point per driver. Mm -hmm. Okay. One point per driver. So there's one point between the difference between all of them. But then the winner gets an additional 10 points. Yep. Each time Just they win. Like, yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then you're rewarding the guys that win because that's ultimately what you want. And then for the rest of them, but you still have to be, you still have to have the consistency because if you have five, six DNFs, but you have six wins, well, then. Right there, the guy that's in second or third or whatever can mm -hmm. still have the chance at doing that, you know, throughout the throughout the season. I just think that you would it again. You still puts more emphasis on winning races and and rewarding guys for winning races rather than just doing what Matt Kenseth did when this whole bullshit went down, where he didn't win a fucking race all year in two thousand three and won the championship. Yeah, no, I there's so many different ways to digest it. No, it's a good topic. Yeah, Jake, what do you think? Jake, Jake go ahead. Well, I mean, I'm all for more emphasis on winning. Um, I definitely think being consistent should be uh, rewarded as well. But I don't think that a guy that wins a one-off race – now, granted, Michael McDowell went out and drove his ass off and won a road course. I think that was awesome. Yeah. But right. One-off race. Right. Yeah. One-off race, right? And if you're especially sitting kind of in that 18th, 17th, now like get rid of the win and you're in. Okay, so that one win, mm -hmm. where were you the rest of the year? Yeah. 18th, 19th place, 16th. So, like, you're fighting to be in the bottom with, oh, well, I had a win. Like, okay, great. You had a win. But you were not barely a top 20, top 15 car. You really shouldn't be up there battling, right? So that's the emphasis on, okay, guys that, who was it? Um, I don't know if it was this year, last year, but he had, like, six or seven second place went, you know, second places, but then only had like one win on the year. I can't remember who it was. I know Truex has done that where he's had like one win, but he's finished second, like mm -hmm. four, six, eight times or something like that. So like 
yeah, okay, he's deserving to be running for mm -hmm. a championship for that one win because, yeah, he's a top five car consistently every weekend. So, yeah, like the point system they just have just kind of sucks. I think, you know, I applaud NASCAR for trying the stage breaks and stage points. Fucking dumb. But to, me, other. <laughs> but to me, that is kind of like our heat race points. They're dumb. Yeah. I go, oh, great, I'm a, I'm a great in the middle of the race, but by the end of it, I finished like 18th. You know, yeah, no, so or, or pitch strategies came out to be like, oh, hey, I luckily got a top. I, I uh, won this stage because I somebody yeah. else had a pitch strategy that didn't care about the stage points. You right. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm all for right. emphasis on winning, but emphasis on winning with consistency. Consistency. Gotcha. That, and that's that's ultimately what the game is. You, you can yeah. you can win a couple races here and there. But are you consistently running up front? Yeah. You know, like. No, I'll, I'll use this man right here above me. He's been consistently running second place for a good portion of this season. Hasn't gotten one win yet, but he's, you know, a bit consistency yeah. and, and you, and those in the, the point system that CNS has, I really like it. You know, there's a two point differentiation. Now, granted the heat race points are totally different talk, but, but I'm talking about for the mains, you mm -hmm. know, but then it makes it really exciting to come the end of the season where there's, you know, you got double feature events and there's a 15 points difference between first and third. Hell yeah, that makes championship night that well, much better and more emphasis on on people to go out and win yeah. races and finish it. I'll, I'll use, like you just said, I'll, I'll use myself. So last year, championship night, I had a two-point lead on Kyle Clegg going in championship night. He ended up winning the first feature of the night, and I finished third. So in tow, he actually jumped me by... One, one point. One point. Yeah, right? something like that. Something yeah. like that. I, however the points were got. He jumped me by one point, right? So for the second main, really, I didn't have to win the race. I just needed to finish one spot better than Kyle Clegg. But, of course, being a racer, you're in a position to win. You want to go win, especially last race, last night, championship night. You want to go out on top. But did I have to win the race? No. I right. just had to finish one place better. So that puts... Yeah. You know, I like that point system because it, it was fun. It was yeah. like, okay, Kyle caught me. We're side by side. He went back. I got behind. You know, it was just like this back and forth. Oh, I'm leading. He's leading. You know, and so it kind of makes the fans even like, okay, well, where's the 89? Where's the 51? Or, you know, where's uh, the 32? Where's the 82? You know, stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, it's more fun. Yeah. No, I, I, great topic because i was like i wanted to see what your guys opinion was. i'm not on either side of that argument i just thought yeah. it was a great topic from door bumper clear and stole it from them but yeah it do was I, interesting do i Go think ahead. that the championship system needs to be updated for nascar hell 100%, yes. yeah 100 percent. whole it, yeah it, not, it's not just show. the championship each race like with the stages like Correct. it was such a, yeah. a breath of fresh air at the road courses to not see them throw the caution at a stage break and just let them go like yeah, it was cool. It was it was those, took you back. Those cautions. Yeah, you know what it I mean. Took you back to yeah. It took you back to you know the early two thousands nineties. You know where they just all day long unless there was a caution. Damn it, they're yeah. hammered down and going. So yeah, yeah. Just uh, wanted to see what you guys' thoughts on that. So no, good yeah, good good stuff for sure. Yeah. But, well, uh, uh, why don't you tell us uh, about the great people at AAA Service, and then we'll uh, get into next week. Fantastic people. They got some really exciting things coming up here. Um, 
uh, towards the end of the season, um, meaning that getting prepared for the winter. Uh, never too late, never too early to get your stuff checked out. And and I want to uh, bring something up real quick to everybody about them. They have um, they actually have what's called a membership. So you pay a fee, a, a yearly fee, and they'll come out three times a year. I do. I don't. I got to make sure I get that. I believe it's three times a year to check your plumbing, your heating, and your AC, and make sure everything's working properly. So as part of the AAA membership, they'll come out, do a do a double check on everything every year um, to make sure everything's in working order. Um, I'm actually just. I, I didn't know about this till more recently, but I'm actually going to sign up and do it because why not? You know what I mean? Like I'm in a brand new home, to be honest with you, and and shit goes awry. I mean, stuff they, just they breaks. don't build them like they used to. Yeah, they don't. Burn, <laughs> oh, they build them better than they used to. I tell you that. But um, mm. but stuff stuff happens, right? Like and, you, and unexpected things happen. But if you have if you're on top of your maintenance. It, it saves the headache of bigger bills down, down the road. Right. So, um, wonderful service. Definitely check them out. Um, lo- love those guys. I, I absolutely love those guys. There there's, there's just the fact that they've been so supportive of the racing community this season. Um, just like any one of our sponsors out there at CNS, I'm just super happy to have them on the side of my race car this year. Uh, it's been, they've been a delight to work with. So with that being said, Without further ado, give them a call. Tell them that we sent you. They'll give you some money off. And, uh, you know, with that, spin it. Is your toilet always backing up? Got a faucet that's leaking all the time? Call the plumbing pros at AAA Service today to get $50 off any plumbing repair. Scheduling is always easy at AAAToday.com. That's right, Scotty. We get him fired up right before the AAA uh, sponsor plug. It's too easy to do, man. Oh, like, yeah, I'm yeah. man. Give me fucking passionate about something. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what we're here for. That's right. Um, that. Yeah. End of our show. Wow. Yeah, end of our show. That was uh, not bad timing for going through 16,000 different classes of points. So, good yeah. job. That was fun. Well, yeah, I felt like an auctioneer, but we got we got through it. Oh, we uh, we didn't we didn't talk about the upcoming weekend though for CNS because there's some exciting gonna, news. I was just Jake, if you want to announce that, go ahead. Exciting news this weekend. Did you not see the uh, they up the uh, the old Annie? Oh, for... yeah, late. I thought you were talking about something else. It's like, what did I miss? Yes, yeah, no. Legends and yeah. So I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll go over it real quick. So we have Labor Day weekend. This weekend, so we got both days as fireworks. Uh, both days they will have the legends and the bandoleros. Uh, first night, September second, they will have the late models, legends, pure stocks, figure eights, bandoleros, circle drags, and fireworks. Woo! Mouthful. Lots of racing this weekend. Um, but with the late models, they are scrapping um, the double feature, and they are doing one feature, double points, double payout, and they're doing fifty laps, right? I thought it said 50 laps. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it said 50 laps. So that's what I'm talking about. At least one of us, one of us divisions got one. Talking about. We've been talking about got a 50 lapper in there. So, um, yeah. So exciting for the late models. I kind of the way they worded the post, it kind of sounded like maybe even though it's a double points, double paying, maybe there's a little bit more money to be had because of all the sponsorship, Mm -hmm. you know, pokes in there that maybe they put up some more money for the purse. So who knows? 
maybe more to be uh, look forward to or look out for on CNS's website and the Facebook page. But more laps, better racing, drivers are happy. It's gonna be awesome. Yes, and then awesome. Sunday we got the Legends Super Stocks, Bandoleros, Trains, Circle Drags, and Fireworks with the Legends Invasion. I know it's a big purse. Don't quote me on exactly what the total payout is because I forgot. I think it's but five. Five thousand. Yep. For both days, right? Both days. Total. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I think it's each night, but I could be wrong. Each night. Okay. Yep. Lots of money to be won. Lots of <laughs> legends that are going to come out and race for this weekend. So. Um, well said. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> legend, legend drivers. I cannot emphasize this enough. You guys have a great weekend. Be safe. Keep them rubber side down, please. Patience is a virtue. Patience, patience, patience. If you don't have it, don't push it. Just keep being methodical. Oh, Jordan. Wow. <laughs> and and make your moves. When you, <laughs> make your moves when you can. So let's bring home if there's 40, 40 legend cars that come out each night. I want 40 legend cars going well, home. 40 they back home. I'm yeah, I want 40 going home the way they came to the track. So I'm sure yeah. that we'll probably have more than 40. So That's good awesome. luck to all the legend drivers out there and uh, all the other divisions, late models, pure stocks, the super stocks, the bandoleros, um, at, you know, circle drags. That's just, you know, random people bringing their cars out, which by the way, circle drags, it was kind of funny. My mom, since she works for AAA service plumbing, <laughs> she was talking with Brian Lawrence kind of leading up to this weekend. So he thought kind of during the halftime intermission, would be fun to get you know the aaa cars out there oh god well some of them didn't really want to do that so then brian had the thought of like well why don't we circle drag some of the smaller vans and do like have jordan and jake out there or like maybe some of your pit crew guys take could the, possibly go around take the shitter vans out there and and go run a circle drag race obviously that oh, yeah. didn't happen but that would have been kind of fun to see some uh some little time vans i was praying they were going to bring those pink bands but that that didn't happen but uh circle drags whoever ends up being out there be safe be smart don't ross chastain the wall like uh (laughs) what was that car was that a mustang or Uh, was that a a challenger it was a nice ass car i'll tell you that and he chastain that wall yeah Mm. yeah the last circle drag race that we saw yeah yeah that was fun I'm sure. Oh, watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, again, be safe. Have a great weekend. It's Labor Day weekend. Um, no matter what you're doing this weekend, be safe and have fun. Make sure you get your outlaw mile high light beer in your cooler, nice and cold. And uh, enjoy the weekend. I do have some interesting, uh, very exciting news. I don't want to announce it just yet, but uh, look out next week for some exciting news uh coming up in the next i'm not going to say anything more it's just going to be exciting news next week i will announce it next week there you go wow jordan you're here first there's somebody on this podcast currently watching that knows too there you go <laughs> jordan what do you got nothing um everybody be safe have fun um and and everybody who's not going to be at the uh the races this weekend enjoy your labor day weekend um you know kind of the toast to the end of the summer that's what this kind of weekend is all about. Um, go enjoy your families, get a barbecue in, 
go out and see some racing if you can and uh and have some fun so we're we're going to do exactly that this uh upcoming weekend we're going to enjoy it and uh with that being said uh i know we we have a guest uh on the docket we are not going to do it next next tuesday uh but we'll be on the show we're going to break down everything from the uh, extravaganza weekend but uh just We'll, we'll have an announcement after uh, our next podcast as who's going to be our next guest. It's a good um, one. It, yep. it, it should Very be a good, good one. one. It's All not right. going to be a should be. It's going to be a yeah. 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 <laughs> so enjoy yourselves. Thank you all for again for tuning in. Truly appreciate it. And uh, I'll pass it off to Brandon for his final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, that's well said. Um will be the smith brothers uh next tuesday um i will i have a, a event i have to attend um unfortunately lands on tuesday evening so it'll be uh these two so don't give them too much of a hard time uh jake uh jake will run the show so uh yeah, don't give me too good hard there time. yeah um be, be kind to him be patient there's a lot of buttons to press over here on the <laughs> this side uh, but yeah, um, I'm going to do the same, like uh, George said, uh, going to the cabin this weekend. Can't wait for that. Get out of get out of the concrete jungle of Denver uh, for a couple get days. Get out of Dodge. Yeah, just <laughs> relax and hang out. So looking forward to that. But yeah, be safe, everybody. Uh, the Legends Invasion, I uh, wish it was broadcasted. Uh, it's going to be a good one, always is. But yes, please be patient and keep them rubber side down and out of the concrete, if, uh, if at all possible. But yeah, good luck to everybody. Echoing what uh, George said as well. Uh, appreciate all the viewership, all the listenership. Uh, we've been getting so many updates on our Facebook uh, business page saying how many interactions we've had and how many people we've reached over the past couple of weeks, uh, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and all right, Melody, I see that. So uh, I will watch uh, your videos as internet is provided. But yes, thank you, everyone. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll be watching uh, next Tuesday. Uh, with these yahoos on so appreciate it and we'll try to be in unison this week again until next time oh george Blake. <laughs> see you guys i got uh, it On behalf of Jacob and Jordan Smith, Smith Family Racing, Brandon Hall Racing, and myself, Brandon Hall, we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Scrub and Tires Podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the Scrub and Tires Podcast. Until next time, let's keep scrubbing them tires.